What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the internationally known Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne new, 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 new of this the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, also known as the whole f***ing show, better known as Senior Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Third Leg Greg himself. Also, Known as Mr. Notrabajo, CEO Nigaro of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebated, the undebatable, the undisputed best edutainment here on YouTube, the man they call the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the chocolatey Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, also known as the King of the Milk Dud Head Ass Ninjas, and CGA. That stands for Sea God Allah. And I be and present to you the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube and the world. We in here. We got a great show for you. And guess what day it is, ninjas. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? The weekend starts today. And this is probably one of the last of the four-day weekends until probably the next couple of weeks. Valentine's Day is coming up, and we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about submissive women. Why men naturally crave the submissive women, but why most men will never get one. You ain't never going to get one, and you ain't never going to bring one home to your mammy, especially in 2024, but we're going to talk about that. All that includes the free agent lifestyle, the monk mode, going into the best lifestyle there is. And that is the free agent lifestyle. We're going to talk about that later on in today's show. We're going to have some videos of women talking about being submissive or being anti-submissive and why it's going to be a rare thing for you to get what you naturally like. And we'll break that down like a fraction later on in today's show. Today, also, we're going to talk about one of the biggest shit tests going around for Generation Z and young millennials. We call them zennials over here. One of the biggest shit tests going around right now is the orange pill theory in which women are wasting valuable time and distracting men from their purpose by presenting oranges in front of them and asking men to peel it. Mm. Indeed, and they're trying to equate to why this matters in their relationship, and we're going to give men advice on what to do on the orange pill theory shit test being put forth by young women who ain't got nothing better to do. They ain't got no sandwiches to make. They want to waste your time to try to shit test you and see where they stand in their relationship. So we're going to break that down like long division in a minute. And we also got Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up. We also have Doom and Gloom CGA. We're going to talk about the Hotel California, the exodus out of California and where people are landing. We're going to use one of our homeboys back in the day, Richie Rich, back in the 90s from the two short click. We're going to have him break down why people are leaving California because they ain't got no goddamn money. That's why they ain't. you get it through <laughs> your no money. that I'm broke. Yeah. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Anyway, we got that going on. So what I want you to do is smash that like button. 
And also to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And guess what? You can super chat new, 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 new on the Notorious CGA channel. Let me get to that now. And then we'll get to why we're going to celebrate our Fridays here in a minute. Talking about the Juco spirit there. Earlier contributors to today's show, Albert Wesker says, if she's submissive, she got wifed up at age 21, hashtag a rare breed. And we're also going to introduce why women do not want to submit or who they want to submit, <clears throat> who they want to submit to. And uh, what we do with non-submissive women, if you crave a submissive woman, if you listen, we're going to take some things off the table. Ninja's going to be like, that's why, you know, the Me Too movement. Ninja's going to be telling like, like, OK, we've already set that table already. We're going to take that off the table and just be like, that's why you got to go monk mode. We, we already know, <laughs> you know, those guys don't want to undress the table. You know what I mean? They don't want to do it. They just want to keep that on the table the entire time. We acknowledge that that's always on the table. That's always on the table, but we're going to take that off the table and imagine, Ninja. <laughs> Put your imagination on. But uh, There is a group of men out here that are trying to get uh, women to submit to them. We're going to put their ass in chin check right now. All right, we're going to put their ass in checkmate. Because we're going to tell, tell you what is required to get a submissive woman. And Albert Wesker is hitting on one of them already. All right, but uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. Because ninjas are trying to change certain women into submissive women. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you. All right, shout out to Freemanis. Uh, appreciate you, brother. Shout out to you. Monstro Lab says free agent lifestyle for life. Where is it at? Free agent lifestyle. Cali West Miami says, what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, He says, nigga? you might have not made up for the foot fetish. But you definitely made men not ashamed to admit it that they are foot soldiers. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Free agent lifestyle for life. Hey, I might not made up the foot. I might not have brought it up to the forefront, but I made ninjas actually admit that they have a foot fetish. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at a neck. We're looking at a feet. We're looking at a No, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You're looking at feet? It's, I'm looking at feet. Yeah, I might not made it up, but I definitely brought it to the comfort conversation level. <laughs> All right, I bet I brought it to the table. All right, yes, indeed. Because it's out there. Ninjas like feet. Ninjas like feet. Some, some people don't know, you know what I mean? Young dudes don't know. They like, what, feet, coach? When you get older, when you get older, you be looking at feet. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at a neck. We're looking at a feet. We're looking at a... No, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You ain't looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, it's a quality that women, it's something that they put on display. I'm going to tell you, anything that we can see of a woman's skin, you know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things. Uh, if women walked around in a potato sack, like there was back in the day, a woman would wear, um, a woman were required to wear modest clothing. In fact, they could be arrested and somebody could write them a ticket if they were dressed non-modestly, if I'm, if I'm saying that right and correct. And uh, there was a point in time since women covered up that if you saw a woman's knees, ninjas would be like, oh, shit. She got her knees out. Hold up for one second. Where's my, hold up, where's it? I know she ain't got her knees out. Here we go. Squashy. All right, here we go. Ninjas was imagining knees like, oh, shit. 
Let me rub that in real quick. All right. <laughs> and then just looking at ankles and knees like, shit. Get them ankles. You know what I mean? Like anything, anything that a woman displays is going to be considered kinky and erotic. Even, even hair. You know what I mean? That's why cultures make women wrap up and hide their hair. And it just is like, like it, you ever seen the, um, you ever seen the movie where the librarian has her hair pent up with the pen, right? And then she takes her pen out and then her hair, her trestles fall down and she shakes her hair. And then just is like, squashy. Mm. <laughs> ninjas is like hair like women are just naturally sexually uh sexual human beings women are like i don't understand it and they come out with their titties up like you don't understand it but you're doing it i guess but uh <laughs> whatever a woman puts on display we like Mostly because, mostly because um, they're hairless monkeys. Most of them are hairless monkeys, and uh, we're hairy monkeys. So, you know, the fact that we see a hairless monkey could turn us on. We're like, she don't have hair on her legs. Turn on. It's real simple. It's real simple. <laughs> right? It's real simple. But back in the day, your grandpappy would be like, she got her knees out. Look at her knees. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right, crazy. Yep, their backs. A woman can have her back out, and then just be like, she got her back out. She has a backless dress, shoulders, shoulders, and they don't got hair all over their shoulder like you got hairy shoulders and shit. They they wear a top with their shoulders out, and then just be like, damn, look at her shoulders. <laughs> it don't take much. And women are like, what? You're aroused by my shoulders? Yes, your hairless monkey shoulders, yes. Because you guys know our shoulders are built differently, right? We're going to be attracted to non-big, you know, no, my, my shoulders are brawly. You know what I mean? Last thing I want is a woman with some big-ass shoulders. I see collarbone and shoulder and clavicle. I'll be like, oh, boy. Get the jerkins. All right, here we go. It's got squashy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, man, this show is already off the rails. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Yeah, man. Women should just wear, you know, get the, get, what did they call them? Burka? What did they call them over there? I don't know what they call them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're, 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 we're naturally, guys and ladies, this is very natural. Guys, do not be ashamed that you're attracted to women. In fact, in this space, people try to, you know, there's certain men that want to turn off their attractiveness to women. Coach, I'm going to go monk mode, and I'm not going to be attracted to women ever again. You sound like Spanky from the Little Rascals and shit. All right, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to go monk mode, hide in a cave, and we're never going to be attracted to women again. I'm going to turn off my attractiveness to people, and I'm going to survive. I'm like, Ninja, you out here acting a monkey. All right, you are never going to do that. <laughs> Please, yeah, hijab. That's what I was thinking of. Guys, that's not healthy either. Please, man. You don't want to sound like the He-Man Women's Hater Club. Ninja, stop. That's not healthy. You address your concerns. You're a human being. You're a naturally red-blooded American male. <laughs> All right. You're not going to turn off your goddamn attractiveness, uh, alfalfa, to women. 
Let me get in here. He said they right. They say he said they say that right after they jerk off. <laughs> like, come on, man. Man, we want healthy. We want healthy men out here. You're never gonna turn it off. All right, you're just gonna have to disappear. All right, what are we doing this now that this show is completely off the rails and it's gonna be ours? By the way, we will be doing the um, we will be doing our football show today on the CGA Guy Game Channel. Who who threw me off? Callie West. Charles Brown said, Coach, yesterday I made an investment in SOXL, and it went up $150 today. He says, moving the needle, like you said, be ready to play the game. Shout out to you. The Working Man Podcast says, what up, Coach? It's Friday. Shout out to Friday. What's up, nigga? What's up for the he weekend, He says, the nigga? Juco got the periods, but you got the commas. What's up for the weekend? Shout out to you. Indeed, all right. Uh, I can't remember his name. Maximum Overload Auto Detailing says, hey, coach, been watching you for two years. Me and my 12-year-old son. And he says, it saved my marriage and helped me stand on business. Question, with 1,500 uh, to Tampa, do you, uh, somebody says, uh, I'm not sure what that means. With 1,500 to Tampa, uh, I can't remember what this is. It says, to do a YouTube startup channel, need your insight on some things. Okay, I mean, well, I'm going to start up my coaching program after I get my child support uh, finalized. <laughs> All right, but uh, I'll, I'll get that set up too. All right, I'm not sure what the question is either. Shout out to AC says, damn, coach, I'm a nape ninja. Love women's nape. Everybody has their feature that they love on women, and, and uh, women should not be offended by this. We would not be able to procreate the great earth if we weren't attracted to them. Shout out to Crookshire says, Coach, can you do a whole show on j- with clips, with just clips alone? Coach can do a whole show. <laughs> Coach can do a whole show with just clips alone. I will never run out of content. Christio says, femininity doesn't demand masculinity. It attracts it. And that's a good point. Femininity doesn't demand masculinity. It attracts it. We're going to talk about that. That's a great point. No name says, I need a Ling Ling morale boost. We're going to do that later because our Ling Ling that likes to be dominated is going to make an appearance today. But we cannot give her too much shine because today, ladies and gentlemen, it is flatback. Hold on for a second. Do I have it up? It is flatback Friday. Ling Ling has to take a seat for us to take a look in appreciation of what God has done and a little bit of Botox and perhaps some surgery for the flatback supreme head and shoulder queen of the world. Take a look at what you got here. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know who this person is, but um, if she got the period, I got the commas and I will have them toes curling, them pink toes curling. All right, all day long. And she definitely got some breast implants. Not my favorite, but it is what it is. The Flatback Supreme, right at your service. Kaylee Supreme. And it is our day. It is her day. She might even look like she she does look like she might be a, a Spanish or she definitely a European version right there. Hello. Yes. The rhythm, the rebel. Yes, indeed. All right, these are some of the biggest passed around women escorts, if you will, in society right there. And she got her little booty poked out. All right, look at uh, good, good girl, good girl, good girl. These girls make good pets. She got legs. 
All right, Stacy Keebler type flatback supreme. A young Stacy Keebler, I see it. It ain't nothing like a head full of hair to play with and pull, pulling on the, pull it, pulling it on her hair. Women like this like to be choked and dominated. Women like her like to be choked and dominated. Yes, indeed. <laughs> anyway, man, look, I gotta get into the show so I don't get too far behind. Let's start with Doom and Gloom CGA. Doom and Gloom CGA. We got coming up. All right, all right, Doom and Gloom CGA. What's on the report today, CGA? What's on the report today? Well, let's talk about California. Uh, the real Richie Rich has this to say, and I can't play the, I can't show the video because he's in the dark. I don't know why you recorded the video in the dark, sir. So I'll put, I'll put something up on the screen that you can see related to the map of California. Where are the Californians going? As you guys know, I left California again for the fourth time in my life. But uh, I'm going to play this video in the background right here, and then we'll talk about what he's talking about. A lot of people are fleeing California, even the lifelong Democrats. The lifelong Democrats are finding that California is just absolutely uh, not a place to be. And here's a, here it is. It's not just a problem for people who are Californians. It is a problem for the rest of the nation because Californians are coming your way. If you think there was a California exodus in the last three years, you ain't seen nothing yet, especially if this new this administration gets voted back in. You ain't seen nothing yet. People are going to flee the state of that whole uh, that that one monkey ninja, Gavin Newsom or gruesome Newsom. Let me play the audio of rapper Richie Rich talking about he's finally living California right here. Yeah, I don't even need you to see. Me. Uh, hold on for a second with this shit. I'm going to be talking, but I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, people hitting my line. Talk about, man, where you going? Where you going out of California? The fuck out of California? Yeah, California is on its way down the drain. You hear me? Yeah, your local legislators, your motherfucking state legislation, they selling this motherfucker dirt cheap. You understand me? Yeah, they giving immigrants benefits. You hear me? They giving checks to homeless people, bro. I'm not against immigrants. I'm not against homeless people. But they not giving me no motherfucking checks. The schools is fucked up. They not teaching the kids nothing. They not paying the teachers to teach the kids nothing. Yeah, your, my favorite restaurant, La Chevelle, out of here. My favorite football team, the Oak Raiders, out of here. Favorite basketball team, Warriors, out of here. Favorite baseball team, A's, out of here. Yeah, man, everybody is getting the fuck out of California, me included. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you, around here, the cost of living is going up and the chances of living are going down. Oh. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, California, the people who legislate for us don't live here. They selling this motherfucker out. All the homeless people you see in these Scooby and the Ghost Chaser motorhomes parked everywhere, they not even from here. But it's so much free money going on. Yeah, free money, food stamps, all the shit. Yeah, California is over with, baby. You understand me? Yeah, you heard it from me. Fuck California. <laughs> Hug the loved ones, kiss the babies, and fuck this one right. All right, shout out to Richie Rich. If you guys don't know, uh, Richie Rich is an old school uh, rapper from the Bay Yay. The Yay area used to be, he kind of came up around, um, he from Oakland, by the way. He kind of came up around the time of Too Short and uh, Ant Banks and Eve Fizzle. E40 and those types. Um, and um, yeah, he's he's been around. 
But a couple of things about this, since I'm a li- I pretty much live my most of my life in California. I love California. I love what it presents, the women, weed, and weather. However, California has been voted into this position. California used to be a red state in the 1980s. It switched over after Ronald Reagan became a blue state. And let me just tell you, Richie Rich, um, not being critical of you, you guys voted for this shit. You guys voted for this shit. You guys voted for this shit multiple times, meaning that there was a chance to not vote for this shit, and you kept voting for this shit. As a matter of fact, Gammon Newsom got a recall election, and still, y'all voted him back in. Y'all cannot be over there complaining about this shit. Now, here's that's number one. You guys asked for it. You lift hearts, asked for it, and here you go. And, yes, they're selling California short. They're bringing in immigrants because they must because Californians are lazy. A lot of people from California are in California are not from California. A lot of people come over there with their piss-poor-ass dreams. Even blacks that are in California are not from California. You're probably third-generation Californians, meaning that your people came from the South. Not only did they migrate to the Northeast and the Midwest, a lot of people are country-ass bumpkin bamas that came from the South and landed in California. And yes, if you're mad at the immigrants for getting money, oh, it was your grandma, it was your great-grandma and your great-grandpa that fled from the Bama-ass countries and took the money first. So shut your ass up. With the immigrants taking money, it was black Bamas that came in and fucked up Los Angeles. Yes, they did. And you were the, you're mad at the immigrants. You were the original immigrants. Like, you literally went over there and took over the welfare state, and you voted in people, and you chased white folks out. I know you're mad at this, but this is an absolute fact. This is an absolute fact in the 50s and 60s, changed the entire landscape, and you guys took the money first. Hey, I don't want to hear no bullshit. I got money. I don't want to hear no bullshit. Now, what's going to happen next? Now, what's going to happen next? Okay, so now the immigrants are the new blacks. The blacks are going to flee. Uh, I don't want to hear shit about white flight because now you're flighting from the new immigrants that are taking the money, all right? You're doing exactly what white folks did when you moved into Compton and they took their ass over to the San Fernando Valley. Hey, now you're over here, want to leave California and flee? You're really too late. Now you're really too late because let's go ahead and take a look at the map. Let's take a look at the map where Californians are going, okay? Um, here it is right here, where Californians are going. Where are you guys going to fuck up next? Where are you guys going to fuck up next? All right, all right, so here we go. You're going to take your liberal ideology and bullshit and fuck up Nevada. Thank you very much. Um, I'm one of them. Yep, Ninja Flight. Okay, so where are you going to fuck up next? You're going to come over there and fuck up Arizona. Yes, you guys are already messed it up. Uh, you messed up the last election. Yeah, with your bullshit. Now you guys are going to come to Nevada, and Nevada is basically a place of instability. People come here. They think they can last here. Then they leave. All right, where are you fucking up next? Texas? Fucking up Texas next. All right, Washington, uh, as if they need more liberals. But look at the numbers. This is in 2000, 2021. Gonna go fuck up Oregon. Uh, Florida, about to go fuck that up. Tennessee, Colorado, (laughs) Utah, Idaho, New York. These are the ones, these are the places. North Carolina, Virginia. Now, in the next 10, 20 years, y'all gonna fuck that up too. Because you're gonna come over there and you're gonna want, you know, Hawaii, uh, these are all the dark, the darkest states are probably the most popular states. And then over time, in 20 years, you're going to bring that bullshit over there. And all of a sudden, you're going to vote in shit that was normal over in Texas. You're going to vote in your liberal bullshit. And then you're going to fuck that up and you want to leave. 
then white folks going to leave and try to go somewhere else. Then they're going to gentrify downtown L.A. And then you're going to come back and say they gentrified our shit. No, you left. You fucked it up and then you left. All right. But uh, anyway, <laughs> by the way, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. This is what's going on. Invasion of the Californians. And by the time, as you guys can see, I was on the forefront of this. I found, I figured this out quick. I had to get up out of there. California is a joke at this point. California is a joke, and I love California, man. I love it. But California is a joke at this particular point with the amount of bullshit going over there. L.A. is done. L.A. is done. San Francisco's a damn joke. Okay, but uh, now black folks are starting to leave. Why? Because the immigrants are getting money? <laughs> All right, by the way, where you're moving to now, it's already too late for you when you get there, too. All right, so I'm just letting you know. Uh, people got the best of properties and real estates over there already. But here you're going to come to Summerlin and fuck it up. You're going to go to Henderson and fuck it up. All right, I know that's what you're going to do. You're going to go to North Las Vegas and bring your criminal-ass kids and fuck it up. All right, but that's what you're going to do. Don't be mad at me, man. Top states were uh, seeing new, the most new residents from California. There it is, Texas. Poor Texas. Mm. Poor Texas. By the way, we also, we already got two in Nevada. In Nevada, we got two uh, Northern California sports teams moving here. The Oakland A's and the Oakland Raiders. And eventually we'll have one of these basketball teams, maybe Sacramento Kings, to move here in Nevada. All right, they getting the hell up out of there. All right, they getting the hell up out of there. But look at what's happening here. Just watch these in the next in the next five presidential elections. Watch these states become pivotal states as Californians come in and make a mockery out of the politics in this area. Why don't you stay there? Why don't you, Californians, why don't you stay where you are? Now that I left, I can say this. Now, now, now that you fucked it up, you, you live over there, all right? You talk about the cost of living in California. Yes, it's a joke. And if you're planning on moving to California, you got to be one of the biggest idiots unless you're financially stable. I don't know why you would move to California. I'm talking about the coastal areas of California. That would be Los Angeles, San Diego. I know a lot of you guys have pipe dreams. I'm going to move to California. Ninja, if you ain't no hustler, if you're not a hustler, do not move there. It is not for the faint at heart. It is not for the faint at, faint at heart. California is not to be played with. If, if you think you're a hustler and you move to California, you got to hustle four times more. Like your hustle got to be fantastic to move there because the cost of living is crazy. But uh, anyway, it is what it is. All right, but do not come over here and mess up everybody else's stuff. I mean, every the places they're going to, they're good because of the the stuff that that people are voting for. Like they're not voting stupid shit in California. You're not voting these politicians that are glad handing you and dancing in front of you and smiling, and then they're stabbing you in the back. I, I'm telling you, man, do not come close. But anyway, you live in it. Thumbs up. That's why I'm getting the thumbs up. Anyway, yes, Cali is not a joke. I lived in California 30-plus years, um, and I was a hustler the entire time. You gotta, you're not going to be chilling in California. As a matter of fact, I lived five, uh, 10 minutes drive to the beach. 10-minute drive to the You know how many times I was at the beach? Not that much, right? Because I was too busy hustling. I was too busy hustling. Like, uh, you're going to be hustling. You're not just going to do your nine to five and sit back. You can, but you're going to be living inland. And I would never, why would I live inland in California? All right, and I'm not going to be out there to just be over there. 
Uh, and by the way, you got to understand you're, you're choosing your neighbors if you go to try to live cheap. And there's no cheap place to live in California. Don't fool yourself. You're like, well, I'll live in an inexpensive area in California. Where? <laughs> Where? Apple Valley? Barstow? Okay, you're going to be living in the desert, like in the horrible shitty place where there's trailer park trash that lived there for like 150 years. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, uh, anyway, it's getting bad out there. That was a little doom and gloom for y'all. Uh, here's some more doom and gloom. Florida House poised to pass a bill banning kids under 16 from using social media. It's too late. By the way, this should be a national bill. This is not going to help if you have one state doing one thing and uh, another state's doing other things. This is not going to be good. And, and kids can just get a VPN. They can get around this. Kids aren't dumb. Uh, you can just set your settings to say you're 16. Uh, I know what they're trying to accomplish, but when the political people get involved in this, it's not going to do anything. Not There's not going to do anything, guys. You, you need parental, not parental controls. You need parental, uh, you need parents. You need parents involved in their child raising. I don't know what this is going to do, but of course the politicians are getting involved. All right. And by the way, the bill's not going to pass. I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, eight-year-olds have phones and they're so smart and savvy to get around there. So, you know, to get what they want. Yeah. Okay. Boomer. Right. Yeah. Okay. Boomer. You, you ain't lying. That's some boomer shit. All right. What do we got here? We have, um, is this drag once to go theater? Okay. So that was it for doom and gloom. If you didn't know, now, you know. All right, we need these punk-ass parents to step up. But these punk-ass parents ain't making it out here. I'm going to let y'all know, man. Shout out to y'all. Hit the like button on both Also, we're live on Rumble, Twitch. We're also live on, um, we're live on Twitter. We're live on Twitter and Facebook. And Facebook, we out here balling. I will tell you the definition of balling to you white folks, but uh, the game is to be sold, not told. So, uh... F you. Shout out to uh, no government name says there are guys that say young men will never experience the bonding from the opposite sex and don't have good women, but want the bad ones. He says men do want submissive women, but instead should seek for incentives. Uh, but instead, I, I don't know if there's a word missing, should seek for incentives. Not sure what the rest was, but you're right. Um, on that and for the men who want submissive women we're gonna tell you we're gonna tell you what it takes to get a submissive woman in 2024 larry says i don't know who needs this today but <laughs> hold on for a second i wasn't ready for you i'm gonna do it again hold on i wasn't ready for you let me get ready for you i don't even have my sound bite okay hold on for a second i got it set up let me read it again larry he says i don't know who needs this today but shut your bitch ass up <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you he says thanks and shout out to the coach gang yang appreciate you i gotta get that sound clip loaded up okay kaylin kaylin also always has something else oh don't be mad at me y'all y'all the ones type that shit in all right y'all typing that and i'm just reading it how you typed it kaylin says what's up coach men can have a foot hair or any type of fetish they want but let's keep it real Nothing will ever be a 
Hold on, man. I can't say that. <laughs> He's saying nothing would ever be slipping and sliding in her nice, juicy walls. All right. That's what I'll say right there. That's what I'll say. Okay. We got Kevin W says that woman on Caleb Hammer's video yesterday had me dying. She will forever validate all of your observations and talking points. Indeed. And I wish I could bring some women on here that I'm that I experience in my life. Um, if I was an aggressive uh, content creator, meaning that if I was always trying to record women, kind of exposing themselves. Um, but I'm not that type of guy. You know, I'm not that type of guy. I'm not a kiss or tell type of guy. So I'm always dealing with women separate from my content. Some people combine their content and women. I don't I don't find that women to be. Um, I don't find that to be my aim, but. The woman on yesterday's show is a, essentially I meet women like this all the time. <laughs> right. Anyway, Mr. B says a brother on TLA's channel called in and said his ex photoshopped the DNA results of what he thought was his kid. He took care of the kid for over two years. They broke up and she went after him for child support. His lawyer told him to do a DNA test standard protocol and it came back that the kid wasn't his. Okay. He also had already spent $14,000 fighting a custody battle for a kid he thought was his. Fellas, protect your neck. Out here, fellas, protect your neck. This is an absolute crazy thing. I know people don't realize women are evil and they do evil things. All right. They do very, very bad things to men and society. They're, 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 the, they're the ones that need to be really controlled. In a great, great, in a great, great way. But uh, when they, when you're exhibiting, uh, uh, again, the submissive woman, we're going to talk about that. One of the things that you're seeing from women, this quality should be an automatic red flag of a potential dangerous woman. Sometimes this quality you're attracted to. I'm going to tell you, one of these qualities you're attracted to, and you got to really, really look at this. Trust me, I'm an old man. This quality is a quality of a woman that will never be submissive, at least to the majority of men. And it is a quality that is going to, um, it's going to be dangerous to you. Macaroni Tony, he says, yeah, man, ninjas act like they don't remember grade school. Finding out some hens, lower back dimples had me weak. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, remember the low-rise jeans and the women had them two little back dimples? And they used to show them off the apple bottom jeans. That would drive ninjas crazy. All right. The little back dimples. Just it don't take much for a woman to be. Yeah. He said, my mother was a witch. Dude, I'm telling you, man, uh, women have to be under authority and control. <laughs> right? They have to be. I mean, God, that's God's plan. New, 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 new world order. That's God's plan. But we're going to talk about it later on. Shout out to our brother here. We're going to call you Rick and Ricky. He says, I subscribe for locals. I can't say the number because, you know, they watching and subscribe through YouTube. Thank you for unknowingly walking uh, through the abyss with me in 2018 and 2019. Separated in 2018. Divorced 2019. I'm in 2023. I'm in Pittsburgh. And you're a CPA and one of three partners in another business. Keep grinding, CGA. Um, I appreciate you, brother. You've been watching me. You've been on this walking path with me for many, many years. I appreciate your support. 
And I'm glad that you've been watching me with me in silence and violence and then moving on from your separation and divorce. We empower men over here. We're one of the few men that can get men through a divorce. Like there's nobody, there's nobody out here that's doing what I'm doing on this level. Like bad breakups and divorce, I'm your expert. Now, I'm going to tell you things that the opposite world, the matrix, if you will, the blue pill world, I'm going to tell you all the things. They, they're going to tell you a different thing. They're going to want you to, oh, just get over it, find a new one, you know, make the mistake, pay your child support. All right, get screwed, get fucked over, finesse, find another girl, get over it. That, that's what they're going to tell you. But that's not going to get you where you need to go. I'm going to get you where you need to go. And I'm the only one out here, one of the only ones that can do it because I've experienced it. I've walked it. And I can prevent other men from going through this pain. It's one of the most painful things that you can do out here. Shout out to Zero Fallout says, this is true, coach. The scummy ninjas and the Somalians came to Minnesota, caused our social programs, because our social programs are good. Um, now they're, para, we're going to call it what? Parasitic? Now they're, we're going to call them parasites. They are parasites on our state. It used to be a moderate state. Now it's shifting to libtard. Yes. And uh, yes, if your city, yes, that's that's kind of how it works. So he's calling them the ninjas and the Somalians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again. I don't want to say it. This isn't self-hate. But, you know, where ninjas go, they fuck it up. <laughs> all right. They be going. They, everybody knows this. Um, this is not true of all ninjas. But where they migrate to, they tend to fuck it up. I know. Dr. Umar is going to be mad at me. But yes, in fact, in real estate, in real estate, every, it is known, it is a well-known fact, it is a well-known fact that if too many blacks move into your neighborhood, the property values are going to decrease automatically. Like it's an automatic chain reaction. But um, you cannot tell people that if you're trying to sell them real estate. Because you can get a um, you can get a violation, you can get your real estate license suspended. But this is a hey, I'm gonna just let you know if you don't know who 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 don't think that's true. Unfortunately, it's a fact. Your property value is going to decrease. So be careful. <laughs> it's not because it's one ninja; it's a majority of them, and they come in, and then the kids come in. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you. He said, not all. <laughs> it's a fact. By the way, you know what the most concerning issue? I'm going to tell you, because listen, I have a real estate license. I've studied this. I've been around the world in I.I. Yeah, my Fair Housing Act, my Equal Opportunity Act will get violated. But I'm going to tell you what they're most concerned about. But I'm going to see if you guys know. Yeah, there goes the neighborhood. Remember that? I'm going to tell you what they're most concerned about. Anybody know what they're most concerned about? When ninjas move into their good neighborhood, I'm gonna tell you. Let me see if you can figure it out. Somebody said, "Damn, for real." Yeah, it, this is real, guys. This is absolutely real, and you must. Somebody, here we go, Mister Albert saying this. What is the most concerning thing they're worried about? And it's something that I bring up all the time. <laughs> he said, "Loud rap music." Yep, Cray Hayes Radio got it. It's the teenagers. It's the teenagers. It's the teenagers. It's the kids. It's not the adults. See, the adults could be well-meaning. It's the teenagers and really the relatives, like your relatives. 
So let's just say, because I always say this right when I tell you if I dated a black woman, I would make her get rid of all of her family. You guys know that. That's not a joke. Like if if she if I let's just say I dated and married a black woman and she moved in with me, I would give I would say you got to get rid of all your family as a condition to move in with me. So. So what happens is you can move in, you can be a well-meaning black couple, you move in. If they know you have kids, they'll be like, mm, OK, what kind of kids do you have? Like, how old are they? <laughs> how old are your kids? If you say like three or four, they might overlook the shit. But even then, they'll be like, okay. But if you say, I'm moving in and I'm bringing a 14-year-old son and a 16-year-old daughter. They going to be like, <laughs> they going to be like, it's the kids. And the, because what's that, what is the kid going to do? The kid could be a well-meaning person, but they got friends. They got cousins and relatives. And then all of a sudden, just that fast. So it's the kids that they're worried about. Because those kids are going to be in relatively short order. You guys know kids are wild. They're wild cards. So if you're bringing in teenagers or kids that are 12, 13, 14, and you're moving in and you're like, we're working class. I drive a Mercedes S550. He drives a Range Rover. And you got two teenagers or three teenagers. They automatically go, like, oh, shit. Right, because they know right away, right away, their neighborhood's going to be affected right off the rip. <laughs> right, so I'm just letting you know that that's what people are worried about, because they know what kind of car does he drive? Because your kid's going to come around, SRT, boom, 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 right through the neighborhood. Those kids don't understand. You're like kids. We live in a good neighborhood now. You can't do shit like that. Yeah, it's the gremlins. It's the ninjas busting them back. So that's what their concern is. Not that your kids are going to do it, but that's what they're concerned about. They're like, oh, shit. It's the kids. It's the teenagers. Yep, they're going to be selling drugs out the bedroom window. That's, what that's where their mind goes. Their mind goes to the worst possible, worst case scenario. All right, so anyway, and if they got a daughter, like the white folks or the hoop ever live there, they got a daughter, and you say, yep, I got two teenage sons. They like, oh, bitch. My daughter going to be getting piped down. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> pro blacks are irate right now, but I'm just letting you know. And if she a single mother and she got kids, she's like, I'm just a single mother. I work hard. I make $80,000 a year. I got two teenage kids. They like, shit. They know that's going to be a, that's going to be an eviction. <laughs> they ain't got no daddy. They like, oh, they don't have, where's your husband work? Oh, I'm just a single mother struggling. They like, fuck. But they can't discriminate. They can't discriminate. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> now, I tell, I, I'm telling you this because your local real, real estate company cannot tell you this. All right. Right here. I'm telling you this because people in professions, they can't tell you this. They'll get violated. It's against the law for your real estate agent to tell you this. So they can get fired and lose their license. But me, I can tell you. It's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. And if they tell you it's a violation. Now, some, some people will tell other people of other races. They ain't going to tell ninjas this. All right. <laughs> 
Anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah, somebody said T.I. Son trying to be street in the rich areas. So that's a perfect example, T.I. Son. So T.I. and Tiny seem to be doing well. They were in a private gated community. And look out T.I. Son. So the kid is a wild card. Now T.I. Son is bringing Pookies from the hood to the rich neighborhood trying to be cool with Pookies. Mm. Right? He said, you can bring it up, though, if you want. Yeah, you can talk to them about it, but they can't bring it up to you. You're right. But uh, it's a, guys, what I just said is an actual fact. All right, just so you know. Now, I don't, I don't know what you guys want to do about it, but that's not my business. You can fight that good fight. All right, I'm not fighting that fight. All right, uh, anyway, that's not my business. It's none of my business. All right, let me check up in here. Let me get to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, let's get back into it. I'm only here to bring the truth. I'm not here for arguments. Let's start with this. Speaking of straggles, Atlanta black woman upset at her boyfriend does the unthinkable, posts all of his bank information on Twitter. Interesting. All right. So here's this woman here, a straggle. Imagine her moving to a nice neighborhood and you know where the neighborhood's going. There goes the neighborhood. So she's upset with her boyfriend, posts all of his banking information on Twitter. This woman who is upset with her man goes on Twitter and puts out all of his banking information. I'm talking checking number, routing number, a bank card, pen, everything and twitter the scammers go crazy people are literally paying their rent paying their car note door dashing food they're literally clearing out this man's bank account and all this woman has to say for all of her crimes is this you see that i feel complete no sis the only thing you're about to complete is a jail sentence this woman who is upset with her man and uh that's all it takes right and so the ego is wild of them this is definitely a witch and uh as you can see, I mean, he should have saw the signs a long time ago. She's a straggle. I mean, this is odd. I have a no straggle policy. I have a no Instagram baddie policy. You can't come to the crib looking like this. You can't even come to my neighborhood. In fact, I'll put up a picture of this woman and say, any person that looks like this, I'll give it to my guard gate and I'll say, do not let this person in. All right. I don't care if she looks adjacent to this person. Do not let her in my door. I, listen, do not let her in the gate. Right, so here it is right here. Uh, stupid shit. Like, why is this? And then she feels complete. And look at her. She has the rebellious spirit like she's done something. This woman's a poverty girl. She's going to be in poverty the rest of her life. She's definitely going to be selling Punani the rest of her life. All right, but uh, yeah, this is what these lemon heads do. This is what they do. I don't know how she got the information, though. How do you even do that? How does she even get the information? Because y'all ninjas be like, oh, you know, you my queen. All right, you deserve to know. Like that ninja DJ Academics. All right, the girl's breaking into her, stole half a million dollars. Like DJ Academics, how does she have the code to steal it over time? Because you probably letting her. Hey, uh, go, get a couple of, go get a couple of racks out of the, the safe. I'll tell you the code because you my down-ass bitch. All right, and then you do it, and then all of a sudden, when you ain't looking, She's stealing a couple of racks from you. She didn't steal a half a million dollars at once. Um, she stole it. So this is why you guys don't get submissive women because you trust women. Um, nowhere in the Bible does it say trust women. We're going to talk about what the Bible says about submissive women. But nowhere in the Bible does it say trust your woman. <laughs> All right. I'm here to teach you. You're not supposed to trust women. Nobody has ordered or ordained you to trust a woman. 
All right, let's get into it here. Let's get back. All right, this is how you need to operate out here. What does this woman say right here? Uh, yeah, because the spirit of Jezebel is real. Here we go. One day when you're older, you're going to run into the guy who broke your heart when you were younger, and he's going to be bald, okay, or severely graying. So it just doesn't even matter. One day when you're older, you're going to run into the guy who broke your heart when you were younger, and he's going to be bald, okay, or severely graying. Oh, baby, you describing me. I'm bald, I'm severely graying, but guess what? You forgot this part. I'm living my best life. Ninja, I'm winning. Bitch, I'm winning. You think that was something? What You bitter women. These bitter. They, they have some evil bitter women out here. Not all women are evil and bitter, but that's the type of woman we're talking about here. I'm going to be balding and severely graying. Looks like it's working out for me out here because I'll be at the junior college and it'd be litty. But you still... You still broke. That's what it is. Yes, you getting through your <laughs> thick skull that I'm broke. And I'm still getting Dead the bunani. flat, stony broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. Joke's on you. The girls out here like balding and graying men. No, they don't. Oh, yes, they do. I do have a clip for this one, but I can't find it. Where is that? All right. Y'all just don't know. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can. Oh, oh, hold on for a second. I can't play the audio. Let me turn down the audio here. Little do you know, jokes on you, baby. Uh, let's see if I can get the timing down. Jokes on you. All right, the girls up in the uh, junior college, they loving the man right here. Just avoiding guys in an effort to find a nice man in his 40s or older. Who? Who what? Let me read the rest. Who wants what? Who will be good to me? Uh, good with somebody like me. Yeah, brothers, they like them. They like them. Hey, man, the woman naturally wants to submit. I wish this video was longer because this little straggle right here is thick. All right, there she is right there. Oh, boy, she built. Mm -mm -mm. If she snatched that wig off, I could actually fix this her. I can fix this her mind. All right, that's what it says up there. She likes, a, she likes a man. And really, when we get to the conversation of submission, being a man, being a man is what women want. Being a man is awesome. But um, there are some men that have women that the women naturally hate you because she can't submit to you. We're going to talk about that because there's some men out here that have women and like, not true, coach. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. And I have a girl and I'm like, she hates your fucking guts. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. She hates you. Every day she wakes up in the morning, she don't like you. Ladies, are you in here? Are you in here? I know you in here. Hey, just because you have a woman and you live with her, uh, we're going to talk about that in the order. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go to the next video. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. We have a young Sniggle with a young Straggle. And let's see what this video is about. Okay, it has music, so I'm going to turn it down. Um, it looks like, okay, he's on a date with this young Straggle. He's on a date with this young Straggle, and they went to somewhere to get some, uh, some soup or some ramen. And uh, there's the receipt. And uh, she's handed him the receipt. Okay, you be a man and pay. Be a man and pay. Okay, so let's see what happens here. He's like, oh, damn. Oh, would you take a picture of me for my Instagram? Oh, sure, honey. I'll take a picture and let's zoom in. Oh, no. Oh, no, not the cash app. Oh, my goodness, this ninja. What are you? That is some sniggle behavior right there. I can't say I'm mad at him, though. Uh, that's how you get over in the sniggle type way. Uh, yes, take a picture of me. This ninja, man. Oh, what are you doing? All right, yeah, pimping. Yeah, put in that one. But yeah, you got to pay that bill somehow. 
You got to pay that bill somehow. Hey, she gave you the phone. And as a matter of fact, we've already disclosed that uh, this type of behavior is good here. I mean, women are doing it to men. So why not men doing it to women? <laughs> right? You should have pumped it up a little bit more. But I know she don't got $150 in her cash app. So that might be the appropriate amount. Let's give this ninja a win. I'm going to give him a... And a round of applause. Let's get it. <laughs> City boys. City boys. <laughs> Hit him. I like it, brothers. I like it. I approve. I approve of this message. Yeah. <laughs> that ninja said. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I approve of this message, man. Hey, it is what it is. It's an evil world we live in. That ninja, a smooth criminal. And he should have, he was like, pose over there. I'm going to take 15 pictures of you over there. He was like, all right. <laughs> that that might get rejected, though. That might get rejected. I'm pretty sure she's broke. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, ninja. Hey, hey, hey. Strike jacket. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> She'll learn next time. All right? You'll learn. I'm not your damn photographer out here. I'm not your damn photographer. All right. So anyway, you better have your you better have your own photography when you meet up with me, ma'am. All right, Straggle with Single Theater goes on. Apparently, a single mother of three moved family to Houston, Texas to become a social media influencer, and now they're homeless. Okay, all right, let's listen to it. Nobody has to be left in the cold tonight. The mayor toured this warming center in Acres Homes this afternoon. It's one of dozens spread throughout Harris County tonight, giving shelter to those who couldn't find a warm place to sleep. Get somewhere safe and warm for the night until I'm able to figure out at least how to get home. Kiara Jones came to Houston from Tallahassee at the start of the new year, chasing after a dream. This is like one of the biggest populations of the uh, social media influencers. That's kind of my goal to become a big influencer. <sighs> you went to become a so you don't become you don't move to become a social media influencer. You, you, but you like get lucky and become an influencer and then you move like what the hell? So Houston was your best bet. Look at this Harambe out here. Like what kind of influencer was she fixing to become? Look at this. This woman has no waist. This all breast and, and thighs and legs. <laughs> like what are we doing here? And she's sitting there with that bonnet. She darkened in the trillion midnights, got crumb snatchers. This is why they can't, this is why they don't want you to move to their neighborhood. This is why they don't want you to move to their neighborhood. Look at these kids. These kids are fucked up already. All right. And the immigrants are getting the money. So nobody's helping you. You're living in a high school gym. And listen, I've been homeless before or without house. I've been without house. And yes, I've been out without house, but I was hustling at the time. These young three young boys are screwed because of your ego. What do you mean becoming an influencer? This is crazy. <laughs> What kind of, what, OnlyFans? Like, what the hell? And why did you have to move to Houston? You can become a social media influencer uh, anywhere. You don't have to move to a major city. You don't. You don't. You can be in Boise, Idaho and have millions of followers. That's the beauty of social media. It actually takes the power out of the hands of the, the crooked people in New York, Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, 
that used to make people grab their ankles, men and women included, to become rich and famous. You don't have to do that no more. You can live right where you are in Tallahassee and be good. But now you got your whole family homeless to follow your dream. She'd been staying at a motel this month with her three little munchkins. <laughs> I love them. That's so sweet. Where the daddy at? Where is the daddy at? Man, what in the hell? I'm happy. All right, dude, I'm going to tell you, man, women, you know, the majority of women weren't meant to lead and not even lead families. This is why you have to have a head of the household. And, it, and God ordained that that be the man. Of course, you had enough men to skeet in your belly but you don't want them in the lead. So now where is the father? I'm pretty sure the father wants to see his kids and put his kids in a better position and give his kids a better place. But of course, no. You got to drag your kids down and sabotage them and let, make them live in struggle because you chose to struggle. Because you chose to struggle. The struggle didn't choose you. You chose to struggle. This is a disgrace. And you're like, oh, my munchkins, I love them. Yeah, but you're sabotaging them. I often say there's a special place in hell for women who make their kids struggle. Like your kids could not be in struggle, but because you're so egotistical about your kids and you refuse to let them go, you will let your kids drown along with you instead of putting them in a better position when you know there's a better position. But you will let your kids die alongside you. You're a la Llorona, and you're, you deserve a special place in hell for you. Mothers like this, and it's almost all mothers at this point, you do, there's a special place in hell for you for ruining people's lives like this. Crazy. But by Monday, she says she'd run out of money. It just became too much for me after a while. With temperatures dropping and no place to go, she says she called 911. Police brought her and her kids here. But nobody has to be left in the cold tonight. The mayor toured this warming center in Acres Homes this afternoon. It's one of dozens spread throughout Harris County tonight, giving shelter to those who couldn't find a warm place to sleep. Yeah, yeah, look. <sighs> That's a disaster. Straggle a single theater. Sing being a single mother is a choice. It's a choice. It wasn't heaped upon you. You chose it. Let's continue here. We got uh, this woman here. Uh, let's see what she's talking about. I forgot what she said. I always get asked what I do for a living to be able to afford the lifestyle that I live. And I never know what to answer because I know that the answer I have is not the answer you want. But I'm going to tell you anyway. The truth is, is that I'm not living my dream life because of money. I am able to attract money because I am living in alignment with my life purpose. Because money is an energy. And if you're not grateful and happy with what you have, why would the universe want to give you more? Use travel as an example. Let's say that you have felt this deep need that you need to travel, but you can't because you don't have enough money. And you have this mindset that you can't do it until you get enough money. You're living in a space of, I can't do it. And so why would you attract the money when there's nowhere that money is going to go because you're in a frequency of, I can't do it. You don't need to wait for money to be within your reach. You need to make your dreams within your reach. And so money knows why it's going to come to you. What do you think she does? They're asking her what she does to travel. I tell you what she's doing. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. 
Yes. Okay. I had to check. I'm checking her links. I'm checking her links. She has a, some journals. She doesn't have an OnlyFans link. She has a website. She has her link tree up. I'm checking it. She does have a link tree. Uh, I don't see any OnlyFans. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, boy. Um, I do see this picture here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, this is this is a picture on her. This is a picture on her Instagram. Yep, that's a picture on her Instagram right there. That's a video. Yeah, money attracts you when you have a sugar daddy. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? All right. Uh, yeah. All right, boy. Here, listen. I'm not trying to front her out. Hopefully, hopefully, you guys did. Uh, let me see here. Where else does she got going on? Uh, beware of these spiritual broads. Beware of these spiritual broads. These spiritual broads that have y'all thinking that they out here spiritual. Spir- all spiritual broads are whores. I'm gonna just let you know that right now. They big. They they not even undercover with it. All right. That duck sick must be crazy out there. Come on, come on, man. Any spiritual broad is gonna be a a freaky witch. Oh my goodness, boy! That sugar, that sugar lifestyle must be good out there. Talking about you just sitting around. Okay. Oh, she got a boyfriend. She do got a boyfriend. Oh, it's a Tang Asian Ricky Tan. She got an Asian Ricky Tan out here. All right. Oh, and they just 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 sitting around, just sitting around. Oh, Ricky Tan. There he is, right there. All right. Yep, Ricky Tan. That's 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 who it is. I should have known. <laughs> She's like. Money attracts you. Oh, okay. She got these women out here. These free spirits. Free spirits are skeezers. All right. And we love them. What are we doing next? Uh, we do we still got straggle and sniggle going on. This is a long episode. Here we go. Big sister tip of the day. Big sister tip of the day. My big sister tip of the day. And this one might be a little toxic. All right, I'll own that. But if you're seeing someone, you just started seeing someone, you're in a situation and you're not sure if they're sleeping with someone else. Or you, you want to let the other gals know that they are sleeping with someone else. Wear glitter. Glitter in your hair, glitter in your eyes, glitter on your lips, everywhere. So the next time that you're in their bed, you can't get rid of glitter. That's, this is girl code. Send that glitter SOS. My big sister tip of the day. And this one might be a little toxic, all right? I'll own that. But if you're seeing someone, or you just started seeing someone, you're in a situation ship, and you're not sure if they're sleeping with someone else, or you, you want to let the other gals know that they are sleeping with someone else, wear glitter. Glitter in your hair, glitter in your eyes, glitter on your lips. Um, ladies, I mean, do you guys think you're coming up with this shit? It's like these people in the red pill space. I came up with that. Guys, Confucius, Ninja, everybody, Socrates, everybody didn't talk about what we talking about already. The Bible, <laughs> comedians in the 1970s. Men that prevented women from doing shit like this that they're doing today. They did everything in their power to not not allow feminism. And we're in here. And the red pill has already been talked about for 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years. Do you, uh, did she think she came up with it? Uh, glitter. Wear glitter. Women been putting glitter on their body f- since forever to make sure that when you go home, right, you done cheated on your wife. You drive home. You look in the rear view mirror. Oh, damn. <laughs> this old ass dirt. It's like when the woman used to kiss your lapel on your shirt and you come home and the wife does your laundry and looks at, oh my God, you got lipstick on your lapel. This is easy, bro. Mm. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? This is an old one. Listen, these women, these people are so young. 
it just because y'all got social media doesn't mean the people before you didn't know these things. This is old. Glitter is super old. Right? You come home from the club. All right, you snuck out the house. I'm going to go get something. Uh, I'm going to go get some late night uh, drinks over here. And then you snuck out the club grinding on a woman that she got glitter all on her chest. You motorboating her. You come up face full of glitter. <laughs> like, this is old. These people are dumb. All right, last one. Last one. This guy, he's a rapper named Glasses Malone. So th- Glasses Malone is his name. Yes, my pop culture is whack. Uh, Glasses Malone. I don't know who he does, uh, but people probably know him. He says um, he's going to give us opinion on BBLs. He talked about the BBL being the broke ninja. They attract broke ninjas or low quality men. But let's see what Glasses Malone uh, says about BBLs. So what's your thoughts on women getting BBLs? I hate it. I think it's horrible. Looks horrible. Maybe not he's not a rapper. He might not Some be a rapper. Maybe that's one look horrible. Uh, maybe he's not a rapper. Glasses Malone. He might be something else. Is he a rapper? All right, here we go. Some of them maybe look good. That's one look horrible. I just have bad taste as 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 a as as a as a as a sex. Y'all just have bad taste. That's also even if you think about makeup, like y'all have this really ridiculous idea of beauty that's very standard based off of where you at in time. Like whatever's going on now, y'all are just beauty to that time. It's actually horrible. Like y'all accentuate everything. Y'all think the long eyelashes look cute. Y'all like it, so that's the only thing that matters. Long as long as y'all like it. But if a guy like is dating you and he wants you to BBL, he really don't like you. Okay, so um, he's taking the position: if a guy's dating you and you have a BBL, he doesn't like you. Uh, interesting take here uh, uh, related to this because we've talked about this quite a bit. Um, he's trying to say that what women follow, what they believe men like. They only like for a certain reason. They don't really like you. They like for that. Like if they like wigs or makeup, they really don't like you. And I've been trying to say the same thing too. I I said, you just have a fetish. You don't like the woman. You're like, I have a preference for this type of woman. And I say, that's just a fetish, right? Do you like her? Are you going to marry women like that? Inevitably, women with BBLs don't really get married. I mean, they might marry Paul George every now and then. They might get three ninjas uh, three NBA players to knock her up and get child support. I'm like, you just aroused by whatever that thing is. You're not marrying these women. They're co- ergo, you don't like that quality about her. You like to use it for your own situation. And let's go back to this guy who told you about the booty, obsession with the booty. Big old booty. And everybody says, she's a fine booty. The booty is where the doo-doo is, boy. Uh, the booty is where the doo-doo is, boy. He done told you already. So this guy's like, hey, man, all these things that women chase, yeah, they do get a certain type of guy, but even those guys don't like her. They they might like what it is. Here we go. Because why would he let you change yourself up? Who are you? So it can't be where a woman just, she wants to enhance or she's always wanted a big butt. She didn't have one. It's the reason why God, God didn't give her the legs for it. You know what I mean? Like, I came from an era, cuz, where the pretty girls had pretty faces. They probably have no titties <laughs> and no ass, but they have pretty-ass faces. That's true. Hey, Glasses Malone, you spitting right now. Anybody ever notice that? And I've noticed this, too. This is an observation. Hit the like button for this information I'm giving you. Have you ever noticed that when it is rare to find a woman with a good face, some nice titties, and nice ass? 
like it's a rarity. Like they, they exist, but it is rare. Most times you see a woman with big titties, they faces probably not that good. Most women with nice asses, they ugly in the face. I'm just letting you know. This is inevitably true. This is a fact. And God designed it that way. The women that actually have a pretty face, a nice rack, and nice legs and ass, super rare. Like, they're super duper rare. Like, they're they the rarest of the rare. But if you look at a woman with big, like, their, their, their boobs are huge. More likely, her face is messed up. Now, let's just say a woman has a nice butt. Her breasts are not that nice. It's a not the combo. And then her face is going to be the worst face you've ever seen. It's going to be a pit bull face. Her face will be a pit bull face. If she has a naturally plump booty, she will have little titties and a, a messed up face. She'll be the ugliest of all the combination of women that you will ever meet. If her booty is nice, where the doo-doo is, her face is going to be messed up. I mean, this is a matter of fact. <laughs> but if you find a woman with a beautiful face more likely than not her body is like so-so you'd be like all right i'll pull up with it her face is gorgeous like her face will be gorgeous but her body will be like <laughs> you don't even get aroused by her body you like but gosh you're gorgeous <laughs> all right anyway and so he's cooking there he's making a fact he's saying the face, the face and don't match with the body. It's a very rare woman that you can get all three of those. Anyway, uh, and I like pretty faces, but anytime I like a pretty face, they body is just, eh, okay. And then the woman, the pretty face woman is like, I'm thinking of getting titties. And you're like, don't do it. You're like, don't do it. And she's like, oh, I'm thinking of getting the BBL. But I'm like, your face is selling the face card. Like ride that face card out. That's why they have butter faces. You know what I mean? Because the body is like, oh, the body is banging. But you look at the face, you're like, I'll get over it. <laughs> All right, I'll get over it. It's a rarity. Yes, they exist, but they're super duper rare. And in fact, if you find a woman that has a beautiful face and a nice body upstairs and down, she's famous. She's famous. You got to give it up. If y'all, I, anytime I see a woman with a big butt, she almost inevitably is mid in the face. Mid to low mid in the face. Big booty women. They oftentimes, I can't even look at their face like. <laughs> this is why I'm not big on the booty because I'm like, the face is going to be jacked up like nine times out of 10. <laughs> women are mad at me. Don't be mad. Yeah, Zendaya is a perfect example, right? She, her body is not to be even talked about. Like you can't even, nobody ever talks about her body, but her face, Aaliyah, another one face. Her body was eh. All right, here we go. If they had big ass titties, they had cool faces and no ass. If they had a big ass, they probably had no titties and a decent looking face. And if you had big titties and big asses, you for sure was ugly. And it's the reason that God separated beauty that way. Oh. He understood you cannot give one person all that power. Woo, he cooking. He cooking. Glasses Malone. I don't know what type of rapper you are, but you hitting it out of the park. He is absolutely right. He was like, that would be unfair to give a woman all three of those things. You are absolutely right, sir. God had to separate it that way. That's why historically there's never been a person built like that. Oh, Holly Berry, she didn't have no ass like that. Oh, titties. Oh, fine. 
Nia Long has some ass, cute face, no titties. Oh. But then women in, in 20, you know, coming forward now, they just trying to have it all. And now they just look like weird science. Oh. Like movie. Facts. Oh, my Lord. Cooking. Cooking. My man was cooking. Yes. He is absolute facts. That dude, there's nobody that's going to dispute them facts. If you disputing them facts, you delusional. You delusional. If you disputing them facts, you are delusional. Kim Kardashian, yep, she she had a decent looking face. She had to repair it, but she has not even a real body. Not her her butt's not real. All right, but um, even you know her skin, and really the number one thing that that really people don't understand you're attracted to is skin. Skin is really the number one thing you're attracted to. I, all these other things are. Are secondary. In fact, you will find that if a woman's mid, but her skin is flawless, that raises her up. And uh, even to the point of skin color, right? The shade of the skin. Really, it's the skin you're attracted to. And then these other things, butt, boobs, face comes in uh, next. If a woman's skin is bad, she automatically, it's a wrap for her right off the rip. If her skin is bad, she almost don't have no chance. It almost don't matter. Like, she's not going to get... <laughs> right? If she's blotchy on the skin, she got stab and bullet wounds on her. Um, You know what I mean? Like, you're going to look at her sideways. If she got acne, you know what I mean? It's going to be a mess. She's already wrapped out. But a woman can have flawless skin. All right? It's a fact of... Even modeling industry is mostly about skin. It's like 70% skin. What does this woman's skin look like? Does it look healthy? Okay, even the fact of filters and Gaussian blur, Gaussian blur to blur the skin. That's what they do. They, they, they make the skin look flawless. Uh, this is why women wear stockings. This is why they used to wear stockings or leggings. It's an indicator of flawless skin. You ever be with a woman and she has leggings on and her shape looks good? Take the leggings off and then you'll look. If it's a pale white woman, you'll be like, ooh. If it's a woman and her legs are all hairy, you'd be like, ah. If her, if her skin is all blotchy around the legs, right, you'd be like, ugh. So the skin is the thing that, that, that changes in disguise and, and raises the value from women. Um, you know, even st like stockings, it, it's an indicator of making uh, the skin look flawless. Anyway, cooking. We out here to teach and educate. That's Dragon One Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. The leggings hide varicose veins and blemishes and, and stuff like that. That's why people will pay lots of money to get them varicose veins uh switched up. Anyway, we cooking on this show. We got the orange peel theory coming up next. Do me a favor, hit that like button. Give me to a thousand likes. Give me to a thousand likes. Right? Somebody said they like varicose veins. Okay, shout out to you. Okay, they like the varicose veins. He like them. You a nasty boy. Shout out to the nasty boys out here. Oh, that's nasty. Would you marry a woman that had varicose veins? <laughs> All right, would you marry a woman that had varicose veins? Probably not. Shout out to our brother, La Ace Boogie says, I'm just waiting to hear on blood, cuz. <laughs> what do y'all be talking about? I'm just waiting to hear on blood, cuz. Okay. I don't, I, it's, it's probably out of context. JG says, morning CGA, have you heard of Starseed? Two white women told me that they are 304s. Black sheeps 
because their spirits are from space. The nation is done. Send it. Thanks for your impeccable work. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm going to tell you what that is probably. Starseed. Uh, again, the spirituality. Um, some of these women are probably descendants from aliens. Um, I was once with this short, pixie-cut, uh, pale-skinned, long-necked, flat-backed white woman from somewhere in Victoria, Canada. And... um. She was kind of a free spirit, spiritual, interesting woman. And uh, one day I'm ch chilling with her, kicking it with her. And she started talking about parallel universes. I was like, man, because we were sitting outside after I finished her off. And we were sitting outside and she was looking at the celestial sky. And she started going off about parallel universes and shit like this. And I was just looking at her like, cuckoo. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, boy. I was like, this this is going to be interesting night. I wanted to get up and run. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And she had the whole breakdown, too. I was like, oh, damn. Too good to be true. She had a cool, she had a cute little pixie cut. She was cute and she was a freak. She had like she was great. Then do it. Then next time I met her, like a year later, because I kind of was like, all right, this girl tripping. All right, cool as hell. Uh, smart, smart as a whip. She was actually an engineer, had an engineering degree. Cool. She 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 was like a uh, kind of always shopping at the thrift store type chick. All right, cool, eclectic, freaky. And then next time I met her after a year, she said, let's meet up together. I was like, okay, met up with her. We had a little nice little casual, not even a dinner. It was like supper, <laughs> right? So we had a nice little thing and um, met up with her. I told her, okay, follow me. Come back to the crib. You know what to do. And she was like, uh, you know, um, she said, um, you know, I, I, I'm a born again Christian. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, the humanity. She's like, I just started going back to church. And yes, um, she was younger. She was like 24. Um, I was in my probably about 40, about turn 40, right? And I was like, man, women be out here finding themselves. Women be out here finding they self. And the, one of the things is, ladies, just listen to me. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a true toxic masculine man. The more you try to find yourself, the more lost you're going to be. You need instructions out here. You guys need a man. You need a man. The more you out here finding yourself, the more lost you're going to be. This is going to be it. And this is why spiritual women, women, they hoes, they floozies. They don't know what they doing. They out of control. They misguided and undecided. They ain't got no instructions, so they headed for self-destruction. And you like, man, you ain't never going to find yourself out here with this shit. I was like, oh, so she didn't want me to hit it no more. She was like, well, I'm aboard. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? You could have told me that before. You could have told me that long time ago. Now you want to whip that. This is whack. And, dude, this I'm not trying to put her on front street, but she was not doing no born again Christian shit a year ago. <laughs> she was doing anything but born again Christian. So she done repackaged that Punani. I was like. 
<laughs> These people out here wilding. Oh, man, the Bible done told you so. Shout out to the Black Pirate King in the building. I'm rich, bitch. Coach, I came home today after a 20-hour shift and went through my wife's iPhone watch. Found out she's getting her cheeks clapped by a young pastor. Coach, I know what needs to be done. Free agent lifestyle is the only way. Much love, Coach. Deacon and Pastor clap cheeks. Wow. Came home today. He done worked hard. He's got him a wife. Guys, having a wife guarantees absolutely nothing. It doesn't mean you're the man for her. Women do settle. They don't submit. Okay, submission, when we get to the conversation of submission, it is not a natural, it is not a permanent state. And I always tell you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Just because she allowed you to marry her, just because she allowed you to have kids with her does not mean she's in a state of submission. A lot of guys that are in marriages, most of the time, the woman doesn't respect you. She might believe that she loves you, but she sees you as a ends, means to an end or, or something like that. And guys will, that, will, that will say, it. well, I got a wife and I got a girlfriend. That don't mean shit. Let me see your dynamics. Inevitably, if I seen the dynamics between you and your girlfriend or you and your wife, I would be shaking my head like, damn, this ninja has no clue. <laughs> There's no clue, bro. You out here getting finesse. Shout out to John Doe. He says, what you mean ninjas bring the property value down? Who hurt you? Yo mama black. Indeed. Shout out to Justin O. Two things I'm afraid of in life is strags in the IRS. Make sure your paperwork is in order. My CPA is picking me apart, trying to write off expenses. He's like, Ninja, you need something, or you're going to write the IRS a check with penalties. The contractor says, Straggle and Sniggle, south of the border version. Ex-baby mama asked your, asking your child support, asking for child support while your kid's living with me for a whole month. That's, women do shit like this. They do shit like this. You're like, okay, wait, the kids are with me all summer. The, the court or the state says that um, child support should still order no matter what. Like, the kids are not with you. The kids are with me. That means I'm, I'm, I'm paying for them to exist. And she's like, you didn't send my child support. You're like, bitch, you didn't have the kids. Like, in their world, child support is not for the child. Even when they don't have them, they will keep you on child support. Trust me. You're like, you don't even have the kids. I literally was in a situation. I had full custody of the kids. My baby and mama fell under uh, bad health conditions and needed a situation here. It took about eight months from the beginning to the end. To this day, she'll sell. Say, you only had them three months. I was like, bitch, she was damn near dying for three months before that. And you had to recover after that. She don't count that. <laughs> you was almost dead. Like, Ninja, you was on your last breath. <laughs> they really don't care. But the entire months, she's still having me on child support. I'm like, bitch, you dying. Which means, to, which means to say, which means to say, they don't care. They will drag you into the abyss with their last dying breath. They don't give a fuck, man. I'm telling you, man. So how do I have the kids and I'm still paying you child support? Isn't that for the child? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, they are, they are some of the guys, when you when you guys got to put women in their proper perspective. There's only so many good women out here. When we get to the submission conversation, many women have qualities that they will never be 
in submission, and much of it is related to you. Much of it is related to you. Like there's there's a combination that needs to happen for the true submissive man. I'm sorry, the true submissive woman. Most women are in a usury position. Usury. They're using you. <laughs> and they will commit evil, fraud. Guys, by the way, that would be legal fraud. By definition, what that is, what the contractor's talking about, that's called fraud. That's not what the system is intended for. All right, they wild out here. All right, anyway. But they don't care, guys. They will be dying. They will be in jail collecting child support from you. You'd be like, what the fuck, you in jail? But they're petty like that, and this is why the people around the world for a long time have sought to control these, um, these emotional things that they do. Shout out to John Doe says, women love my bald head and salt and pepper beard. It's a gift, not a curse. In fact, do you guys know, you're absolutely right, by the way. It's one thing, well, I can't tell you that part, but um, people think this is a symbolism of, Oh, you're old, you're done. Guys, this also tells you that you either have an iron deficiency or you have a lot of testosterone. Like, as an older male with these things, women are going to be naturally attracted to you. Uh, people don't understand until you get it, you don't realize it. Um, a lot of women will say things like, oh, you got to have a hairline and a full head of hair and so forth and so on and, you know, no gray. But there are some women who naturally submit to qualities like this. In fact, if you look at Vikings, um, Vikings mostly were older men with large beards and bald heads and whatever these little braids were that they had on the end of their little helmet, right? So um, these men are, it's actually an indicator of wisdom and, and, and these type of things, right? Great thinkers oftentimes had an absence of hair, not a full head of hair. But uh, some of that is coping. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's actually the truth. It's actually the truth. AC says, BBL, gotta be a broke boy lurer. Reeling in the broke boys. Genetic Freak says, there's a girl on Caleb Hammer's show who said she was a spiritual coach, but it turns out she was an escort. Not sure if you covered that one. I didn't. And I can't cover too many videos from one content creator because it'll alarm them. And then they'll find they'll want to find out why it is that I'm sharing so much of their content. And then they'll might take action, right? So they might even claim you're stealing from them. You know, they get weird. Content creators get weird like that. So I'm very, very, you know, conscious of how much content that I share from another content creator. But yeah, like I can't just show Caleb Hammer's videos every day or once a week or John Deloney videos. You can't just do that. People... Content creators get weird about that. So I'll share one here and there. Scott Gray says, like, for instance, I, you get alerted. If somebody keeps sharing my videos, I'll be like, what the fuck's going on? Right? Then you have to contact them and say, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, it's cool. I'm just sharing your videos and breaking your live streams down every day. It's weird. All right. Uh, Scott Gray says, the ugly face, big behind, cute face, no behind. And he says, they need to put that in a biology book as science shaking my head and that's the truth it's science it's actual science ac says sorry to the bro but shout out to pastor papsmere indeed and skylar c says at 34 i'm living the free agent lifestyle at my juco 304's dorm okay 
Indeed. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to get back to the show. Thank you for the uh, alternative places of uh, contributions and gifts and love gifts. Orange peel theory. What is the orange peel theory? Well, let me go ahead and show you a couple. Wait a minute. Is this the next video? Oh, yes. The orange peel theory. This has been around for about a month. Uh, don't don't you know that a lot of young Gen Z loves TikTok? Gen Z loves TikTok. TikTok's orange peel theory is the latest way to test your relationship. It's the latest way to test your relationship. Also, somebody said uh, using their content is a way to promote them. Indeed, I'm conscious of that, too. And I know that they're not promoting me, so I won't promote them for free either. So there's a double-edged sword there. All right, so here we go. They're not promote. They're not using my content, so it is what it is. All right, Orange Peel Theory is the latest way to test your relationship, a.k.a. the shit test. Now, young men don't know what the shit test is. They're just horny. So they will less likely to listen to me. They will be guided by women that are shit testing them. So let me give you an example of the Orange Peel Theory and tell you how young men are being swindled by the orange pill theory, either passing or failing the shit test, participating, and why young women do this, and so forth and so on. This is a hint at masculinity. This is a hint at what men encounter in relationships. This is why I always say, just because you have a relationship does not mean you're winning. It could be on shaky ground on something as simple as a shit test like the orange pill theory. All right, so here we go right here. There's a woman right here. Uh, a young Kaylee is going to be up here. Let's see if I can turn the volume up. Let's play the video. I really want an orange right now. All right. Try here, but I got you, buddy. Here yep. you go. Don't get me it. No. Yeah. But like I, I really want it, but like I hate peeling it. You hate peeling it? Yeah. Right, it just cool. gets really messy. Okay. And yeah. I have nails. It'll get like underneath them. Tough luck, buddy. Go ahead and do her. You're not going to peel it for me? Dude, okay. As if I don't do enough. Seriously? Yeah, I'm being for real. Okay? You can't fucking peel this orange for me. Dude, I ask you to do things all the I time. I do everything. Do I just did your fucking laundry. No. And you can't peel this for me? Dude, come on, man. Seriously? No. Figure your life out, dude. It's not all about what your man can do for you. It's about what you can do for yourself, right? No. Now, let's just... Call a spade a spade. Number one, if this is a skit, so what? I mean, a lot of these people here, I don't I don't think it is. I think she set this up to record and see his natural reaction because the TikTok girls are doing this. All right, so she set her phone up. This is a dangerous precedent to set, and I don't like the fact that women do this. This is not her being in her submissive. This is not her being cooperative at all. If you were exposing me and reacting to me and, and recording me without my knowledge, for your little purposes of shit testing me and throwing it up on the internet. Okay. You're not the woman for me. You need to get, you need to get dismissed. But of course these are young people and young people do shit like this. Just understand I'm not in the game anymore. I just use these women. You know what I mean? I fixes their binds and send them on back to their boyfriend. But the concept is this. She asked for an orange and she wants to see if the man's going to give her the orange. Number one, and then peel the orange for you to prep it for you. Here, my fair lady. Here, my darling. You want an orange? Great. Here, I'll peel it for you. Prep it. I'll pull all the little white skin off of it. I'll pull all the thing. And then here, I'll, I'll separate the slices. Here you go, honey, on a plate. And if in their world, if the guy doesn't do this, 
he doesn't love you. Or if then asked, thank you for the orange peel. Thank you for the orange. Can you peel it? If the guy says no, oh, he really doesn't love you. Okay, this is young people logic. This is shit testing. This is people inexperienced with relationships. I understand, but I'm here to break it down as a guy. Now, the equivalent to this would be make me a sandwich. All right, this is the equivalent of make me a sandwich. This is all this is, but this is make me a sandwich for women. So if a guy sits back and say, honey, I would sure love a sandwich. Can you make a sandwich for me? I appreciate that. I've worked hard today. I appreciate that. Make a sandwich for me. I would like bacon, uh, a BLT. I would like a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. If she bucks, I ain't doing it. This is the same thing. Oh, you make your own sandwich. Same thing. Okay. If she says, what would you like on the sandwich? She passes, right? But of course, women hate shit like this. Make you a sandwich. This is essentially make me a sandwich. Okay. So now because he doesn't want to peel the orange, now she's going to cause a problem. And this is what we call the agent of chaos. This is the agent of chaos. And young men typically don't establish boundaries in their relationships. So now you got to deal with chaos because in her world, you don't love her no more. So now she's got to figure it out. Here we go. No, but like a good boyfriend would peel this for me or like do something for me that I'm perfectly capable of. Obviously, I can peel this. But like if you were a boyfriend would tell you to do it yourself. I'm not a good boyfriend. I'm a great one. And I'm trying to make you strong and independent and build you up as a female. Well, that's the point. That's I can do it. I can do it myself. But like the point is that you would do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so there it is. The point is to do it for me. And not only this, now she's got to put it on the Internet. This has 2.6 million likes. Man, look at the engagement on this on this post here. So even if it was a skit, you see that this type of thing is uh, getting her attention. Now they can, you know, have comments and conversations and girls can be like, divorce him. Okay. So this is what we're doing to the masses of people because now this little skit or this little bit of thing gets her attention and they, there could be guys in here. I'll peel the orange for you. You see the complication here? So he's standing on this square and he probably should just be like, look, man. All right. That's what he's doing. He actually giving it to her right here. giving it to her raw. Uh, this is how you win the shit test. And then when you get into the submission conversation, we're going to talk about this in a minute. This woman is more naturally inclined to submit to guys like this as opposed to the guy that peels the orange. All right, but that's another part of the shit test. It's like an active but service. Then, but, then you, but then you wake up and you realize, you know, that you can actually just do it yourself. And, like, you're not even that special. That's the thing. Oh, wow. It's like, get that in your fucking skull dude like you're really not that special <laughs> okay then i'll just peel this orange for myself then all right go ahead oh. all right and so yeah there it is right there uh and again the orange pill test she found out something about herself according to this video you ain't even special out here he said you bitch you bitch you just won a mini and this is definitely a chad light she's definitely with chad light now, Chad Light got emotional with her, which is not great. He should have just walked the hell off and not had to say anything. But, of course, he got emotional. I had to put her in her place like, bitch, I ain't peeling your orange, and you ain't even special. So she's learned about herself, and, yes, the orange peel theory has come out to be somewhat true. Let's look at it. 
The orange peel theory is the latest way to test your relationship. Would your partner pass? And there it is. You see that a bunch of average looking white women are out here testing their relationship only to find out there's 66% of the female population are women that look just like this or not that far different from this. Yes, you're not that special. Okay, so here we go right here. TikTokers are obsessed with theories, particularly about their relationships. It says, take the invisible string theory about crossing paths with your partner. Okay, who cares about all of this? But the latest trend is the orange peel theory. Uh, a woman back in November is about, uh, it says right here, back in November is about your partner performing tiny acts of services, which is one of the first love languages, which is a book of shit testing. The five love languages, I did a stream on this one. I'm going to have to bring it back. Five love languages is a, is a book about shit testing, mostly oriented towards women. But I'll break that down another time. It says right here, especially services that you can do by yourself. So they're hinting at you can do this on your own, but you're going to ask your partner to do it for them to test them. Like make me a sandwich. For example, peeling an orange, their response to you asking them to peel an orange reveals so much about their attitudes towards you and the relationship. In fact, this woman found that out. Right? This woman found that out. You're not that special. It forced her to realize that she's not that special. All right. So here we go right here. TikTokers that follow suit, filming themselves, asking their partner this as if to test their devotion. Well, we call it a shit test. It's not to test the devotion. It's just to, just to piss the guy off with some shit that don't matter. Some pass immediately. Like a user where her fiance offered to peel, cut, and saute it for her. Okay, so they passed the test by doing the, the task. They passed the test by doing the task. Others needed more convincing, like a video where he first refused to peel a grapefruit, but eventually complied. Among these other videos, uh, the reaction to the theory itself, one said the theory is stupid and ask why people, primarily women, are testing their partners who are primarily men like they're in middle school. Facts. But one TikToker feels the opposite. She says she loves these videos and to keep them coming, urging women to delete their dating apps. Okay, let me continue to read the story here. Is this, yeah, this is the end. Orange is even peeling them are already a talking point on TikTok. Okay, I don't even know if we need to go in, into this part of it. All right, so they're saying right here, appealed orange does sound nice, but ultimately, like other TikTok trends, this one shouldn't make or break your relationship. So it, this is what's happening. Now, if your woman's doing this, this is a natural shit test, and she's seeing if you're going to pass a fair, which means, in effect, even though you do it, doesn't mean you passed. When I did my first videos on what a shit test is, compliance is not passing. Compliance just moves the needle to the next shit test, right? It just ensures her that maybe the control isn't there. You might be perceived as weak. So doing what she asked doesn't mean necessarily that you passed. That's the most important thing about a shit test. So guys will think, oh, I passed the shit test because I just did what she asked me to do. Well, not necessarily. You probably more likely failed, and she now sees you as weak, and it makes her continue to shit test you. 
She's like, wait a minute. This guy just bends over backwards. He just does what she, eventually she'll find this to be weak. Initially, she'll say, oh, he loves me. And then it'll make her question, wait, does he just do anything that I say? Another shit test coming. So yeah, it's a pass is not always a pass. A pass is a fail. A pass will have her questioning, what type of man do I have? This is an absolute, this is an absolute thing here. If she feels that she can control you, she'll say, I'll stick around for it, but I don't have the right type of man. I'll stick around for it. Now, what naturally should happen in these situations is the partner should be able to read each other and their needs without asking, which is a shit test amongst itself. So if a partner, or I keep saying partner, and I'm sad about saying this. I should not be saying partner. I should be saying spouse. If a spouse, a wife, a husband sees you and really understands who you are, most of the things they do, they should not even, under, they should not even recognize it as being done for them, but should be thankful. I'll just give you an example. I'll just give you an example. The woman should not even question it. If a woman doesn't even recognize what she does, but is thankful, she never has to ask. You do it. And she's thankful for it. That's the appropriate relationship. That is the appropriate relationship. Let me just give you an example. And we're getting in this in the submission conversation. I was listening to George Bruno talk about this. A man who protects the family. The woman might not notice, the children might not notice that they're being protected because the things that require protection often go unnoticed. However, if the family's protected, she should be, she should be thankful. She shouldn't ask for this protection. It's as simple as this in a relationship. Watch this. If a man every night before he goes to sleep gets up, Checks the doors, make sure they're locked. Locks all the patio doors, locks all the windows, make sure the oven wasn't left on, checks the pilot lights, and so forth and so on. And he jumps in the bed and he does this diligently every night without her asking. He does this. That is a protection model. She never had to ask for it. The kids didn't have to do it. She never walks downstairs and says, you left the garage open. How come you don't check the door? Somebody could have walked in. That is something a woman should be thankful for. She never has to think about it. He naturally does it. Now, some dumb women out here will say, you an old man. Why are you always checking the door? She'll criticize that guy for it. Meaning she recognizes that he's doing it, but her dumb ass, and a lot of women are dumb like this, will criticize him. We'll say, oh, man, you're weird about this. Why are you always checking the door? Why are you always checking if the garage is open? How come you don't just come in the bed? But that is an actual support mechanism that he does. She should, it should be unnoticed by her or at least partially noticed, and she should thank him all the time. That would be similar to if I walked in the house and she knew I had a long day and she went to make a sandwich Without me asking, when we talk about submission, that is an indicator. She's aware of it. She does this so much and consistently, I don't even recognize it, but I'm thankful for it. The best relationships 
The people are doing things without it need to being said. We don't need to test. We don't need to test it. I come to bed and I put my bat next to the bed. Why do you always have that bat next to the bed? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what I have to tell her at that point? Oh, really? Your bitch ass up. <laughs> Why do you often have to bring your firearm? Hey, listen. Women often talk themselves out of being protected by complaining, opening their mouths. We're going to talk about that later. But the best relationships are when people do things that go unnoticed, but you're thankful because shit ain't happening. Your, your kitchen ain't blowing up. People ain't walking up in your house, right? People aren't stealing from you. She should be aware. Damn, maybe my man goes above and beyond. I appreciate him. I don't have to shit test him. Same thing. After a while, I won't notice that she's making a sandwich for me, and I'm using that as a metaphor. Every time I come home, she just has it ready. She doesn't have to announce it. She doesn't want to ask for thanks. She just does it. Those are the best relationships. That is a cooperation, cooperative relationship. I protect, she submits. But people then want little rewards and little expectations and extras. And this is where people get messed up. This is why I tell you, most of you guys don't have a submissive woman. She's cooperating, but after a while, she'll not submit and she'll start testing you. This is natural. She'll start wanting recognition and awards and thanks. Because you're doing something naturally what the other person needs. But everybody needs to announce it. I need a sandwich. I need you to peel my orange. I need you to lock the door. I need you to pick up your socks. These are why relationships don't last. Because people are nitpicking at things, small things, that in the big picture, they don't mean much. Hey, this is an act of service that you do without the need for constant recognition. But we'll get to that next. But I think this orange peel theory is a bad precedent to set especially for young couples, because young men aren't aware. Okay? They're not aware that they're being tested. And even when they pass the test, they're not aware that they are failing the test. The test in itself is an indicator that the relationship does not have trust. And when we talk about submission coming up next, that's going to be one of the factors of why women naturally submit to a guy. The absence of trust will fuck up your relationship. Now, trust doesn't mean cheating. We're going to talk about that later because women are like, yes, I, I trusted a guy and he cheated on me. We don't take cheating off the table because we can prove that the women, the men that women submit to often do cheat on them. The men who women submit to often are men that have multiple women. So we're going to take that shit off the table. We're going to get real and we're going to get real. We're not going to bring, we're going to not let you bring up cheating because the men that are getting the most submission, the most cooperation are men that have multiple women and she knows it. And she knows it. So we're going to take that shit right off the table here, but we're going to keep cooking. All right. Um, we're going to get cooking right here. And or can get multiple women. And or can get multiple women. Let's talk about this. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Let's talk about being a man. Let's talk about being a man. <laughs> All right here. Take a look at this video. Now this video here. Let me see if there's music on it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
All right, there's music in it, but yeah, this is one of my biggest fears right here. I would never, I would never do this, but let me just tell you, there's probably no women out here, all right? And the chaos is uh, nature, but uh, you don't realize that a lot of things that we have are because men make great risks and sacrifices, okay? All right, all this feminism stuff is just a shit test. Everything that we have, our comforts, everything that comes from other countries, oil. There's men out here, and there's men out here making great risks and sacrifices to do so. I say this to say, men and women do not recognize what it takes to give you safety, security, and protection. Most men that think you deserve a submissive woman is not out here being the man enough, all right? Man enough to be out here to deserve a submissive woman. Not saying that these men deserve a submissive woman. What I'm saying is it takes great risk and sacrifice. It takes building in time. It takes putting yourself in danger in many, many ways to be able to earn what you really want to get in this world. And the reason why men will not ever Get a submissive woman is because y'all some bitch ass ninjas. Just let's let's talk about it right now. Because y'all some y'all. Well, I'll let the rock say it. I'll let the rock tell it right here, and I won't let me tell it because y'all get mad when I tell you. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> so when we get the conversation, oh yep, you saw my sound effect right there. We get in this conversation about why women don't submit to men is because y'all ain't doing shit out here. That's number one. <laughs> Taking from people like Steve Williams, C, uh, Coach EO, and the likes of them. You got to be a man. You got to be a man first. You can't be a Mitch-ass ninja. If you're a Mitch-ass ninja, you about to get out here and get shit tested. You about to get out here and get rebellious women. You about to get out here and get straggles and skeezers. You about to get out here and have to fight to beg for submission from a woman. I'm going to just tell you that first and foremost. But you don't have to get on a boat like this because I would never, all right? First of all, I would never get on a boat like this. But you got to be a man. You got to learn to be a grown-ass man out here. And you got to get out here and get wounded by women. You got to get wounded by strags. You got to get wounded by divorce. I mean, you don't have to get wounded by divorce, but you got to come out here and catch some L's to learn what you should demand from a woman. And you know not to put up with bullshit just because you can have a woman. And a lot of guys measure themselves. Hey, I got me a woman, coach. Well, that don't mean shit if she running roughshod all over you. That don't mean shit if she's in control. That don't mean shit if she ain't in submission. It means nothing. But act one in getting a submissive woman is becoming a man first. You deserve no submission from a woman if you ain't becoming a man. That's 100%. So we, that's the title of the thing. That's the title of the story there. Guys are like, well, women should want to. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Never in the history of time has a woman wanted to. Now, doesn't, because, doesn't mean you become king that you'll get a submissive woman either. But you got to come out here because King Ahab in the Bible represented a submissive male. And he was overpowered by the spirit of the Jezebel queen. So it doesn't mean that you just go high status and go high value. Doesn't mean that you become rich, that you're going to get a submissive woman. At all. 
Because we got, I got poor men out here getting submissive women. We got poor men out here getting submissive women. Now, some of that is based on instinct, right? The woman instinctually wants to submit. We'll talk about that and break it down. But really, you got to be a man. Sometimes it takes time to become the man you need to become, meaning you got to get, you got to feel pain. You got to have put, put yourself in harm's way. You got to have taken some L's. You know what I mean? You got to have fallen and gotten back up. And when you do this, you got to continue. Now, again, we're going to take off the table uh, red pill talking points like, well, you can still get divorced. Great. We're going to take that off the table. Everybody's aware of that. We've beaten that dead horse. Okay. We're going to take off the table. Me too movement. Well, they're going to follow me too. Okay. This is, these are the knuckleheads in here that want to bring that up to derail the conversation. We're going to take off the table. All right. Well, you, you're promoting marriage. Take that off the table. We're just going to talk about the submissive woman. You naturally are inclined to want this. In fact, when she's not submissive, that's where your problems start. But we first have to start with you. Where does this come from? When you start standing up against yourself by taking and accepting rebellious women, that's where your problems start. That's why you end up divorced. That's why you end up me too. That's why you end up getting robbed in Columbia by a straggle. That's why you end up with your car burning in the parking lot. That's why you end up in these situations. All right, we're going to take all that off the table and then act as if you're curious as how you get a submissive woman. That's what we're going to talk about. But let me do these super chats catch up. Your boy, Scoop, thank you for the contribution over there. No name says need a Ling Ling morale boost. All right, it's Flatback Friday. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. I have to remind myself that it is Flatback Friday. There she is right there. All right, but go get you a Ling Ling boost today. Go get you a Ling Ling boost. Some of you ninjas want a, a submissive woman with a big booty. <laughs> All right, it ain't going to happen. Submissive women often do not come with big booties. All right, if you want a big booty, well, I don't like them type of girls, coach. Well, you're passing up submission in many cases. All right, shout out to Winnie Wall says, salute to you, coach. My birthday weekend, the big 4-3 in Tampa now, but did Vegas last month properly. Can you please shout out my daughter, Emily, for her full scholarship to Vanderbilt? Shout out to her right there. That took a lot of work active fathers build successful children congratulations and i'm glad you were able to be i'm glad you were able to be in your daughter's life man that is a blessing that your mother the baby mother did not block congratulations to her she in the elite going to vanderbilt she going to the elite all right she's going to get picked up by the elite shout out to kaylin says beyonce is the rare exception when it comes to having a face boobs and butt but even with her uh, those didn't come naturally until she had kids. If you have the goal of marrying a woman, you have to let them get that over time. Okay, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Yes, they're always rare exceptions. And if they are present, they become famous. Okay. All right, I got a couple of people over here. We're going to get to them all. We're going to get it all, baby. Pause. We got, uh, let's see here. Please take time. Be patient with me. Macaroni Tony, tire pressure, water heater, living in a safe zip code, etc., are protective cloaks, and they can't be minimized to a 
fruit. Yes, right. So, yeah, it, it, that's sad. You're right. So they can't be minimized to a fruit. So he's doing everything he needs uh, in the situation here of the young woman. Um, let's just say this is their apartment. It looks like an apartment. He's done everything he needed to do to get her into being the woman she needs to be. But, of course, orange. They minimizing it to an orange. No government name SD. Talking about families, I know a registered nurse from the Burbs that got pregnant by a Pookie, but Pookie's other kids are by hood baby mamas, meaning the registered nurse's son has a bunch of poor straggle siblings. They need to listen to coach. Yep. And then if they ever come over to the uh, registered nurse's house, there goes the neighborhood. No government name SD says your straggle set was funny. I haven't posted permanently on social media in years, but when I post to my story mode, my DMs fill up with girls saying stuff like, it's the beard for me. He said, but now, nah, coach, these women don't want us bald, uh, gray-haired beard guys. Have a great weekend, coach. Yeah, man. That's one of the biggest myths out there. Um, I find that young men actually try to use that as a cope as well. Um, young men don't know that, you know, that, that some women are attracted to qualities that are of old men. At older men qualities. Even women don't do it. M women don't understand it. Uh, they'll say things like, them young girls don't want you. I'll be like, damn, man. Uh, yeah, if you only knew, <laughs> right? If you only knew. Young guys be like, man, I'll be out here. Uh, women want men with stamina in the bedroom. And they want young men that can pipe them down. I'm like, yeah, they could want that. Doesn't mean they're, that they want that exclusively. And there's some young women that don't want any of that over here or any of that over there. There's always exceptions, right? But the woman naturally wants to submit. We're going to talk about that. She wants to submit. All women want to submit. Now, who they want to submit to is going to be depending on what they're conditioned to. We're going to talk about that. But every one of the reasons women are frustrated out here today is they can't find a man to submit to. Even married women today are frustrated because they can't find a man to submit to. They're pissed off. They're frustrated. They peace leaves is itching. The reason why, there was a phrase, there was a phrase back in the day where if you met a woman who was kind of what they would call hysterical or, or going crazy like the Karen, a Karen. So a Karen would go crazy. And men back in the day, men my age would say, she's needing it. She's needing it. Looks like you're needing it. In fact, I always tell you this. There were some doctors as early as or as late as the 1930s that would come pay women a house call when they were hysterical or depressed, or confused, or causing problems. Your wife was causing problems. All right, all right, little girl. And they would sit her in the room like the exorcist. And uh, the doctor, uh, the husband will call. My wife's bugging. You know what they would do? Doctor would come over. They would give her a vibrator. They would stimulate her clitoris. She would come, and then the problem will be solved. They give her that orgasm. They give her that stimulation. We've been doing that for thousands of years up until recently. Some women are frustrated because they don't know how to touch themselves. 
right? They don't know how to touch themselves. They don't know how to get off sexually. They don't know how to get because they can, they can have some reasons why they don't want to touch themselves, right? They're a Christian. I shouldn't want to touch myself, right? Or I shouldn't, but they don't know how to, they don't know how their bodies work. But back when I was in high school, we used to say she's needing it. She needs to get ramroded. She needs to get railed. She needs to get her back blown out. She needs to be in submission. She needs to get milked. She need to get her, she need to, she need to wet the bed, right? And but so hysterical was off the charts to a woman who was somewhat had pent up anger. And mostly it was older women, right? Older women, wives, the husband don't pay attention to no more, right? And she's all frustrated. She just need an orgasm. Now, doctors used to treat women like this until they went a little too far and was touching on everybody's wife. <laughs> all right, but hey, man, and I know people don't know this because I'm here to teach you, but this is the truth. That's what they used to do. Okay, uh, let me see here. I'm going to put it up here just so YouTube don't think I'm tripping. That's what they used to do. Doctors treating women. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull it up. Doctors treating women for hysteria. What did they do? They manually stimulated the genitalia. That was up to the 19th century. So women who were hysterical, which is an attribute uh, typically given towards women because they have, you know, hysterectomy, right? It's, a, it's an attribute uh, given to a woman mostly. It says right here, they argued that in the late 19th centuries, doctors would often treat female patients uh, with hysteria and symptoms of hysteria by manually stimulating the genitalia. The doctor feel good. Dr. Clapcheeks. According to her, the vibrators eventually emerged as a device that would save physicians some effort when treating their patients. Dr. Feelgood. You see what I mean? Like, this is an example of she's needing it, right? Uh, but then we moved into what? Pills. Now we use pharmaceuticals. To treat these mood, mood enhancers, mood swingers. So now we've kind of drugged people into dealing with these issues instead of saying, uh, you know what? I know what you need, little girl. Come here. All right. Come here, little girl, and get over on your lap, spanker, flip over. Let me get that little. So guys that say, I don't care about my girlfriend's sexual pleasure. Well, that's why you have women that shit test you. Because you're not stimulating her. You got to let that, you got to get that, bzzz, you got to put that bzzz on her. <laughs> but then women figured it out. They was like, you ever see them spiritual women? They be so calm. Oh, I'm in my spiritual aura. I'm in my soft girl era. Open a bedroom drawer. Just go into their drawer. Look over here. Go into their bedroom drawer. I bet you they got 10 vibrators. <laughs> yep. So the Dr. Feelgood used to come over there. And this was controversial. Look, I'm going to show y'all. Look, I'm going to show y'all a poster. I'm going to show y'all a poster. I'm going to show y'all a poster. Look at this poster. This is an old poster right here. Look, here is health, all right, through the magic power of the fine, gentle massage. Look at Dr. Feelgood done came over. All right, baby, you know what? Let me release your, let me get your mood. Let me get your mood right. <laughs> yeah. Doctor's like, let me get up under that dress real quick and get your little, all right. And so women are right here. They're all pent up, feminist anger. They going crazy. They hating men. They just need a little massage. Let me get, let me get out here. Let me, let me, let me massage yo. Niggas always gotta show they teeth.
And by the way, there was a machine. I'm going to try to pull up this machine. I can never find it. I can never find it, but I'm going to pull up this machine. They actually had a little machine bike that they would put women on. Let me see if I can pull up that bike. And they would put them on a bike machine and it would stimulate. They look, there's even in the movies, even in the movies, they showing it. Even in the movies, they showing it. All right, let me get your wife up on here. Get her up here. All right. Look, people leaving the stream. There was a little bike they used to put women on. Let me see if I can find that bike. And she would pump it like this and she'd be up there. That's why women be riding horses and shit. You ever see horse girls? They be riding horses. And them women be feeling free out there. Oh, I love riding horses. Why? <laughs> and horse girls are freaks. Horse girls are straight freaks. All right. Horse girls be acting freaky deep. They be like, I love my horse. They be looking at their horse thing, being on the horse. They be like, ah, hair flowing. <laughs> All right. Anyway. She get off the horse. She's like, oh, I feel so good. All the Mitches leaving the stream. Hey, man, I break it down to the, we, listen, it is what it is. <laughs> but this is a family show. This is a family show. But why women don't submit? Because there's no men that know how to take care of them. It's sad. Y'all sad. Let me get to the show. Did I get all the super chats? Um, I didn't. Shout out to Matt Wilson Racing says she can peel that neck and she can peel that neck back. Yeah, It's barbecue in there. Right. Uh, shout out to MC Hampshire says, irony, peeling an orange ain't it if she cries about it. Now you know you have a pathetic woman. Peel that orange and tell her you got time and bounce. All right, tell her you got time and bounce. Callie West, my ex's pregnant aunt asked me at 20 years old to peel an orange for her. My ex's cursed her 40-year-old aunt out. He says, my life lessons come from experience. Indeed. So that's a good indicator. Uh, another woman asks, asks your man to do something. I guarantee you that woman will jump in front and say, uh-uh. Right? So that's an indicator of how important, right? How they, how they view things. How they view things. And anytime a woman says something, just go ahead and say, if another woman does it to you, right, does, to your boyfriend, would you object? And see what they say. Well, men and women can be friends. Okay, your husband has a female friend that he goes to spend the night with. Oh, I wouldn't care, right? That's a rebellion. You got to get that rebellious spirit out. She would care. Shout out to B-Mac Attack says, so much for the pay gap on the North Sea. There is none, right? Shout out to Derek Choice. This is reprehensible. Those flatbacks are someone's daughter. Last one, Neo Mass says, rest in peace to the coach, Red Pill Gonzo Lira. Rest in peace to him, definitely. And thank you for your contribution. Let's talk about the submissive woman here. Let's talk about it right here. Okay, popping it up on the screen. This is main event time. Two hours in. We making these short shorter. By the way, CGA Got Game Channel will have NFL playoff preview with a special guest. Naturally submissive women. Here's my opinion. Women naturally want to submit to men. They automatically naturally want to do it. This is why they shit test you at every turn. Some men will never get a submissive woman, and some men will say, well, women should naturally want to submit based on my presence. Well, we already just told you, you have to learn how to become a man first and stand on your own too before you get 
a submissive woman for a period of time. Now, we're going to take off the table all of the things. Well, you shouldn't want to get married. And they're going to use the government and child support and Me Too movement. We're going to take those off the table and just say for a, poor, a period of time how women are naturally inclined to want to submit. First of all, one of the things that women learn to try to find guys that they can submit to early on in their lives, they start to seek out what they perceive as higher status men. So this is where the pookie comes into the conversation, where the pookie eventually is going to be the loser, but at, but at a point in time, the pookie is the winner. He stands out. Even girls who are um, in a situation where they don't even know who they are, they're, they're low on the rung, they're average, they're plain James, they will even want the pookie and submit to the pookie in private while the pookie parades around, you know, uh, straggles. And anybody knows that in this day and age, that's like middle school to high school, early years in college, this man is even attracting women that you want. This is what causes the dating problem. So you're saying, why, do, why does that woman not want me? Doesn't she want a good man? No, she wants Pookie because he stands out. Or Pookie could be the athlete, the linebacker. The average woman knows inherently that she can submit to that guy even though that guy has multiple women, she knows it. She's aware of it. Pookie doesn't treat her good. Pookie steps all over her. He treats her good when she's there and he pipes her down. He gives her aftercare. He might knock her up, but Pookie treats her and the presence is enough. And she's naturally submits meow to Pookie. Every now and then she'll give Pookie problems. But the act of lying on her back is a submissive, it's a submission act. The act of getting pleasured and or dominated by the pookie is an act of submission because pookie at that moment in time represents a man, masculine man. Why? Because he takes risks, he's dangerous, he don't give a fuck, and so forth and so on. Now, later on, when, when, when 10 years down the line, she's not going to be attracted to that type of guy. Because it's going to be evident that Pookie's a problem, right? Pookie doesn't care about her. Pookie doesn't care about the kid that he created with her. Pookie's been locked up. Pookie's on drugs. Pookie's been gangbanged. Pookie's been shot. But an average woman will submit naturally to a guy like that because he represents qualities that are important to her at that point in time. This is why women have high body counts. Because they're trying to find a man to submit to. They want to keep Pookie for herself. So even the fact that a guy like Pookie can cheat on her, she will be find this to be an egregious act, but that doesn't mean she will disassociate with him. She will still associate with him for a period of time, maybe to get him. But cheating is not a disqualifier only for guys that are not getting her to submit. If she's with you because, if she's with you because she's settled, Cheating will be a disqualifier. If she is not submitted to you and you've cheated on her, cheating will be a disqualifier. If you that dude, cheating is not going to be a disqualifier. She already knows inherently that she has to compete, that you are that dude. This is just a natural fact. You can argue this, but it is what it is. She's going to make you 
stay with her. It's it's the same as I, I, I'm I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but she naturally wants to submit. It's a natural state of her. Even the act of sex is a submissive. It's a submission. It's the act of submission, meaning that she has to consent. She has to do what? Open her legs. Let me give you the definition of uh, submit because women, they get mad at this, but we know they operate differently. I'm going to give you the, uh, the definition of submit. Where is it at here? Where is it at? The definition of submit. Where is it at? When right, you're listening to Give me one second here. That's a Bible verse. Submit, accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of the other person. Submit. Submit is the act or to yield to a superior force. Now, physically, the male is superior. Physically, the male is dominant. Physically, most of the time, the male is larger or larger in mass. Physically, the male is going to do a lot of work, right? Uh, The act of sex is submission. She has to submit to you. She has to allow you access. She has to open her legs. Or you can take it from her, but that's not submitting. She will say, you took it from me. But if she does it willingly, that's called submitting. So any woman that says that they don't want to submit, they're lying to themselves. You naturally want to. That's the, that's the only way you have sex legally is to submit. Now, it's God's order. So let's look at God's order because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But the order of God suggests that wives, this is Ephesians 5, 22 and 33, and I won't read all of it. Wives, be submissive to your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Just as Christ is the head and the savior of the church, which is his body. But as the church submits to Christ, so also let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wife, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with all the uh, washings of the water by the world, and that he might present to himself a glorified and a glorious church. Now, there is another part of this scripture later on that highlights this, and I know I'm stumbling and stammering through it, but there's another Ephesian scripture here later down. Oh, it's a 25. Let me see if I can find it down here. Oh, okay, it's all jumbled together, so I can't find it. All right, it says right here. Mm. Okay, I can't find it Uh, because they they didn't identify the numbers, but later on, it even talks about it as well stammering and stumbling through it but the submission act is the right here to give or offer something for a decision to be made by others so for even if you don't follow the church the natural order of god in nature sex submission god submission women are frustrated because they cannot find men to submit to this is where i want to get to this point And most men are trying to fight this by making women submit. Can't make women submit. You're trying to say, I'm a man. She should submit to me. That's not how it works. Let's just take a man. Let's just take a woman. She sees a man that she was willing to submit to. She goes to that guy. 
and she sees him. Maybe let's just use tall as a reference here. A woman will see a guy and she naturally will say, hey, my ovaries are doing the backflip. That's a guy I would be willing to submit to. Maybe he has an SRT and she's a young woman. Maybe he, she's a young woman and she sees an older man. Maybe she sees an established man. But let's just say a tall man. She sees the guy. That alone won't make her submit. But she'll say, I'm willing to submit to that guy. So she'll go to him. What will happen? That guy will fuck it up. He'll open his mouth. He'll say the wrong thing. He'll be disappointing. He'll be weak. And or he won't be the guy that she's willing to submit to. She'll walk away disappointed. She'll say, oh, shit. Doesn't mean that she won't have sex with him and see and test it out. That's why women have high body counts because they're trying to find these guys. And then now nobody even punishes them for this. So she goes from guy to guy to guy. She sees him. Okay, wealthy guy. Maybe I'll try him. I'll submit to him. And then, okay, he's weak. I can't submit to him. So she'll go to the guy because he represents what she wants to submit. And so her, so she believes, but he'll talk his way out of it. She'll be disappointed. She'll be frustrated. Maybe he don't know how to hit it right. Maybe, you know what I mean? These things will make her remove her submission. These things will make her move her submission. But she was willing to. Some guys, you don't even represent any of these qualities. It could be genetic or because, because you're, you're a punk ninja or you haven't become a man yet. But you want her to submit, but she's not even going to. She already knows that that's not going to be it. Maybe you're a guy she gave a chance and you hit that bottom. She's in submission. It's not a permanent place, but she's in submission. She's willing to do it. She has to do it. She doesn't have any other choice. If she selects you, marries you even, it doesn't mean she submitted to you. She could be just using you temporarily until she finds the man to submit to. And we know that women do this. It's called monkey branching. You represented what she needed at the moment. She married you or committed to you, but then she was the leader. She was empowered. She ran. You told her happy wife, happy life. You told her she wore the pants in the family. This woman's going to be gone in a matter of time if the right man or situation showed up. So you have a wife and she cheats on you. She was just there. She didn't, she didn't submit to you. She just married you. She settled for you. She selected you because you had these other qualities. This is important. And it doesn't matter what type of guy you are. You could have been a dominant guy at the moment. But she will do things. Why don't you cut your hair? Why don't you sell your car? Why don't you sell your motorcycle? Why don't you buy me the house you want? She's now, every time you pass the test, you fail. Just like the orange peel. You peel the orange doesn't mean you passed. Just doing what she wants doesn't mean you passed. Doing what you want ultimately will be a fail. Because she will look at you and say, I might love you, but I can't respect you. I don't, can't submit to you. When your wife stops having sex with you, there's a biological function, but there's also a lack of respect that she has for you that she can no longer submit to you in that way. So even wives are frustrated in this submission category because you a bitch-ass ninja as a husband, and she looking for a real man to submit to. This is just a fact. 
you buy her the car she want, you buy her this, you throw money at her, she said it ain't enough. Then you want a little bit of sex and she can't do it. Why? She clamped up, she can't submit. Submission is required for all women. All women naturally want to submit. They cannot fight it. But they'll live with you, they'll marry you, they'll settle for you, they'll be your little girlfriend for as long as they can until... They submit to a real man, a real man to show up, which means to say that man can have multiple women. That will not be a requirement for him. She will still lie on her goddamn back and submit. This is a fact. And she'll know she's aware of it. She'll say, I just won't. I just won't even look at that. It don't matter to me. Don't tell me. Keep your hoes in check. Don't bring that bullshit over here to me. So women are not moral in this situation. They're just natural. All right, so here we go here. Characteristics of a non-submissive woman. What are you looking for? Characteristics of a non-submissive woman. Number one, her past issues. What was her past issues? Who raised her? There's women out here looking for real men to submit to, but they never listened to a real man ever in their lives. They've just been fucked by real men, by, by men that they submit to. But they ain't listened to a father. They haven't listened to a grandfather. They haven't listened to male teachers. They refuse to listen to male authority, mostly because men are operating in weakness or men are being pushed out of their lives. But really, who raised her? That's going to be an indicator. Was she violated while she was young? Where was she raised? And what, what type of raising environment was she in? Most of them are already done by the time they even navigated that. They're already cooked. They will get men to they will get to men to penetrate them, but they can't keep one. Number two, age. How old is she? Yes, age is a factor. Because if you want a submissive woman and you didn't jump past 25, 30, 35, 40, it ain't gonna happen. Okay. She cooked in that category. She cooked. She might want to. But she already cooked. She's been raised wrong, and she's well past the age of submission to a man in need, like where she needs him to. Why? She's become dependent on other things to get her by. And she'll say things like, I don't need a man, and these ninjas ain't shit. Why? Because now she's become sufficient or at least somewhat independent, so she knows where to grasp onto some sort of things. She, you no longer can fill that void for her. So as she grabs onto her job, she grabs onto her loan and the government, she grabs on the zaddy, she then sold some pussy. It's too late. She then did some prawn. It's too late. She's not going to be able to submit in the true nature of order of, of nature and God. She just knows there's too many things to grasp onto out here. She cooked. She addicted to the internet and TikTok. She's somewhat cooked. She's not going to be able to submit in the way you want her to submit. This is why men naturally have been, a, been wanting young women because they got time. They can get instruction. Woman that's a little bit older, she can't take full instruction. Okay. Yep, she's subsidized. She's monetized. She don't look at men the way she needs to look at men as glorifying you, as you're, according to the order of God, saying that you're the head of her. A woman that finds another place to find uh, access, she's been married and divorced, she cooked. In my opinion, she cooked, all right? She can act like and say she wants to. She can submit sexually, but she cooked, in my opinion. 
There's no way. So she has no father. She's advanced age. She cooked. I can get temporary submission from her, but whenever it gets uncomfortable for her, she's going to reach out to wherever she needs to reach out to. Past exes, body counts. We showed you the stat that said women, 70% of women have fallback plans. She got too many fallback plans. She got too many options out here. And God bless her, but she cooked. Next, she doesn't trust men. If she's got to the position where she's been violated by men, she no longer trusts them. You almost inevitably cannot earn her trust. I don't care what you do. You can show up like Thor. You can show up like a barbarian. She can't trust men. Right? Women that work in the sex industry, they can't trust men. Right? So if she was a stripper, she was a sugar baby, she did she was on OnlyFans. She's seen the worst side of men. She can't trust men. She wants protection from you, and she'll come up under you and say, well, you know, you're going to represent the men that aren't like these men out here. These men done this and violating me and paid for this and made me do things. I had to do it, but then I'll come to you under comfort. Strippers do this. Strippers do this. Strippers will find a boyfriend that is a comfort boyfriend. She don't respect him. But he doesn't do what the men out here at the strip club does for her. So she'll want to come home to you and cuddle. She'll want to come home to you and not talk about sex. She doesn't want you to touch on her and grope her. But she'll be your little boyfriend. You'll have her and you'll be like, I'm dating a hot girl. and she, But she's not being freaky with you. She's not submitting to you. You're just going to be different from what, what she's experiencing. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about two different women. So a, a non-submissive woman is a rebellious woman. A woman that, that does not submit is opposite rebellious. The opposite of it. So if you're finding women in rebellion, they're non-submissive towards you. For instance, the orange peel, shit testing, that is rebellion. Women do pride themselves, and I'll shout out these women here. Uh, there's a quote that says, "Rebellious, wait, uh, submissive women have never made history or dangerous women, non-dangerous women that have never made history, these type of qualities. If a woman has a rebellious spirit, a.k.a. feminism, I'm a boss, babe, I don't need no man, um, I, don't, I refuse to submit, we're going to look at videos. This woman is never going to be submissive to the majority of men. Let me, let me tell you something about rebellious women. And shout out to them. They make their own strides and they do things for themselves. Hey, I'm not saying women should not be rebellious. They have their own reasons to be rebellious. But shout out to them. But they're not wife material. Many men are attracted to rebellious women like BBO girls and women that wear uh, big eyelashes and, and dress like prostitutes. And right, and you're like you guys are like, I like the booty. You're, you're selecting rebellious women. You're selecting thoughts and skeezers and then trying to make women out of them and then telling me they should, should submit. They're rebellious already. Feminists, they're rebellious. They're rebelling against something that is probably better for them, but they don't have control of. So they want control over what's better for them. They want control as opposed to what's better for society. Let them have it. But you can't wife them up. Rebellious women are unpredictable. Unpredictability, you don't know what she's going to be from day to day. You don't know what she's going to do. You don't know when she's going to start yelling. 
So you walk on eggshells. She'll never submit to you. Rebellious women are untrustworthy. They'll say one thing and do another. Rebellious women are deceitful. They'll collect child support even when they don't have custody. Child was, child was not even alive. She's collecting child support. Child's in your custody for the summer. She's still wanting child support. Okay? That's an act of deceit. They're fraudulent. When they get in the spirit, they're not useful for, to you. So you should not force her into submission. She's naturally rebelling, except the rebelling. Um, a rebellious woman brings confusion. You're confused. You're miscommunicating. Everything seems to not be, you're arguing over little things. This confusion is rebelling, rebelling, because she knows what she's doing. The orange pill test, that was confusion. That was deliberate confusion. So you're thinking she doesn't get it. I'm going to make you get it. No, you're not. She wants to be confused. She wants confusion in your relationship. That, that is an act of rebellion. And she will never submit in the order of God and the order of nature. Miscommunications itself, intentional. A miscommunication is intentional. She needs to understand. And if she doesn't understand, she needs to do one thing. And that is this. Silence, you fool. Because you're not in submission. In order, I'm over you. Well, I don't understand. Silence, you fool. Let me play a video of a woman saying this, by the way. Because most things that are done, you don't need to understand. Most things that are done, you need no understanding. Here we go. When you're listening to a man and he pauses, count to 30 and he'll likely keep going. If you interrupt him, you'll never hear what he truly has to say. I started practicing it and I would just shut the fuck up sometimes and it would be like, whoa, the things that like men would share with me. And I was like, have I been missing out? on listening like really hearing men as women like we have this joy of just chatting and it's like oh it's so fulfilling and it's so fun and there's like the good kind of drama in it but a man often will want to tell you the truth and so he takes his time so that he tells you what is very real to him now this woman said it a little nicer than me i'm a little more hardcore the way i say things Silence, you fool. okay but what she's saying is when women talk over you when women cut you off, when women are argumentative for what you're trying to say instead of listening to the entire thought, when women say, but, 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 they're in rebellion and they will never take instruction from you and they will never shut up long enough for you to get to the point. You see, she just said it. When I realized that when a man was talking to me and I paused and I didn't open my mouth, I found out the truth. Now, women are going to find this offensive. If you do, you're a rebel. You'll never get instruction by constantly wanting to open your mouth. I'm sorry. Men, if a woman's with you and you're constantly arguing with her and she cutting you off and she's speaking over you and yelling up over you, that is a rebel. She's not submitted to you. She's using you. She's using you. She's settled for you. I'll play it again. I want you to listen. She said it differently than I said it. It's not the way you said it, coach. It's not what you said. It's the way you said it. When you're listening to a man and he pauses, count to 30 and he'll likely keep 
going. If you interrupt him, you'll never hear what he truly has to say. I started practicing it and I would just shut the fuck up sometimes and it would be like, whoa, the things that like men would share with me. And I was like, have I been missing out? Yes, you've been missing out. Now, why? Let's go back to another point that I made. Why do they do this? Let's understand why. Why does a woman do this? And I'm saying, coach, but she does this. What do I do? You know why a woman does this? Why she'll never submit to you? She doesn't trust you. I said this earlier. She doesn't trust you. If she don't trust you, she ain't never going to submit. I said this earlier. So if every time you open your mouth and then you're the head of her, you're the head of her like Christ is the head of church. And every time you open your mouth to give her instruction and she cuts you off, she don't trust you. AKA, she can't submit to you. There's some reasons why she don't trust you, but you got to figure that out. She either settled for you. She don't believe in you. She, she believed in you before, but after a while, she said, I can't trust this motherfucker. Rebel. This is why submission is an, a choice for her every day. Just like cheating on her is a choice every day. It's not something that's natural. You got to decide that. So she don't trust you. She settled for you. So every time you open your mouth, she cutting you off and she don't shut up. I know women that I deal with. They never out talk me. They never over. They trust and believe in me. They like whatever. And yes, do they know I have other women? They like, yep, but just don't let me find out. Just be safe. Just protect yourself. Just keep me number one. Okay, you number one. This is why Pookie early on gets it. She trusts him, protects, and whatnot. If a woman's over-talking you and cutting you off and thinking she's smarter than you, she don't trust you. And she'll never submit. And you can be living with this woman. She don't trust you. She don't trust your thoughts. She don't trust your intelligence. She don't trust your decision-making. And so she got to be smarter than you. She got to rebel. I'm listening, like really hearing men as women, like we have this joy of just chatting and it's like, oh, it's so fulfilling and it's so fun. And there's like the good kind of drama in it. But a man often will want to tell you the truth. And so he takes his time so that he tells you what is very real to him. There you go right there. Now, I think it's a man or a woman saying, why does a woman stay with the man she doesn't respect, a man she doesn't submit to? a man she doesn't trust, etc. Survival. You're providing the other things. You buy her the car she wants. You live in the house she wants. You move her to the neighborhood she wants. There's only so many men she's going to um, um, uh, submit to, but she'll settle for one if you're providing the other things. I pay all my woman's bills. She don't respect you. She don't trust you, though. <laughs> He provides me. He knows how to stimulate my clitoris. She'll stick around. <laughs> He's a good daddy. He take care of his kids. She'll stick around. She ain't going to be out here in the cold. So, so she'll stick around. You providing financial aid. She'll stick around. She'll stay. Have you ever heard a woman say, I was with this man for 10 years, and for five years, I fell out of love with him. I didn't know what to do. I hated his guts. Michelle Obama said that about Barack Obama. For 10 years, I did. I hated his guts. But 
Guys, I understand. There's other benefits women can take from you. And most women are settling because most men aren't men. But they'll stick around. Well, I didn't want to marry him, but I guess, you know, all right, well, shit, nobody else is there. Some women are getting to the point where they say, I could do bad all by myself. And they just be out here on their spiritual journey. Let's go to this right here. Rebellious woman. Rebellious women are dangerous. Have you ever heard me say this? A man's number one job is to protect women, right? Protect women. That's their number one job. Your job is to protect women. But your number one job is to protect women, not from others, but from themselves. A true woman in submission knows this. For example, let me see if this woman's going to clear it up. Right here, this woman's going to talk about this. Okay, so a true protection model for man and woman is for the man to protect the woman from not others, but herself. Women have a problem with submission because they view it as as it's something that's negative. No, you should be able to submit to your man because you should be able to trust enough in his leadership. And a lot of the times when you men say like, oh, I don't want you going to a bar. I don't want you going to a club. It's because you're a fucking man. You know what happens there. You know that men there just want to fuck or there's weirdos that want to like put shit in your drinks or there's drama or it's just a whole ass environment that you can't be there to protect your female if it came down to it 100%. you would have to live with that guilt yeah you know what i mean she gets assaulted and you can't do nothing about the man that did that to her you would live with that and women don't understand that they think it's control no your man's being a protector as he should and as a woman you should respect it you should honor the fact that your man can see the dangers that you can't simple as that man she hit a home run on a lot of points there the man sees dangers that you can't. Remember when I said a man is doing things that the woman never really sees, but she's thankful. The fact that she can't see it means that she should be able to submit and trust you. I trust him because I never am in danger. He must be doing something right. Of course, she said a woman thinks it's control. If you're with her and you say, uh-uh, girls nights out, that's a no. She'll say you're controlling and insecure. However, if something dangerous happens to you, you'll say, well, why weren't you there to protect me? Or another man protected me? Or why did this happen? So the woman should automatically know that that is a protection model for me saying you can't go out like that. However, a rebellious woman will say it's controlling. You got to understand, you guys are dealing with these conversations about women in Instagram, women in OnlyFans, women, girls nights out, women dressing like hoes, uh, and, and they're in a relationship with you. And she says, you're being controlling and insecure. If, if she doesn't realize that's protecting her from herself and her faulty decision making to which she's going to become a victim if something happens to her, if she doesn't recognize that as you, protecting her she's rebellious and she's never submitting to you she's not in submission she's not in submission you've lost her that's no longer your girl you want to talk sense into her but she's in the spirit of rebellion let her go so that you no longer have to protect her she's not willing to have you protected. Remember, submissive, submissive woman, rebellious woman. Most of the women we have today are rebellious. And they'll even admit it. 
They'll even admit it. You don't have to, you don't have to talk her into this. She doesn't trust you. She doesn't want to submit to you. She's there for you. She's settled for you. She's looking for other options. She wants to rebel. When a woman wants to rebel, you let her go. You don't keep protecting her because then she's going to turn around and whatever that is you're trying to go, she's going to come around. She's going to strike you. Right? You got to let them go. Learn to let women go and let them learn what your absence is, not your presence. They will not learn from your presence rebelling. They can only learn from your absence. Okay? I'll give you to the world. They learn from your absence. You don't want me to protect you? You're for the world. And let them, they're going to get beat up out here. They're going to bump their head. They're going to be victims. People are going to take advantage of them. Do not bring them back. You got to let them graduate and let them, they might win. You got to let them win. They might win. They might find a better version of you because you let her go. Go ahead. And they might find a better version of you. That's okay. But a rebellious woman will never submit. But she'll stick around. So what does she need to do? Because men are creatures of habit, meaning we depend on things being somewhat the same in order to be stable. We want our women to be somewhat complicit with that. We want them to cooperate with habit. Have you ever heard a woman say he's boring? You could have all the money in the world, drive the right car, have the right build, but you're boring. Have you ever heard a woman like that? Well, he was nice and boring, but that is a stable man. You will find that she's attracted to unstable men. She's in rebellion if she wants a man that is not a creature of habit. A creature of habit man is going to protect her. A non-creature of habit man, an exciting man, is going to put up with her rebellion. So a structured man offers protection. But he's boring. A rebellious woman and a structured man is an act of chaos. That's not going to work. She's not going to submit to you. She's rebellious. She's chaotic. We call them ages of chaos. You got to let her go. She'll never, you'll never force her into submission. So since we're uh, creatures of habit, what we have to understand is a submissive woman is dependable. She's going to be dependable for you. She might do things. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to recognize everything she does, but you'll recognize all the things she doesn't do. So she's dependable. She's also consistent. Have you ever been with a woman and she was all up and down like this? That's rebellion. A dependable, submissive woman is consistent. No matter what. She don't say, because I'm on my period, X, Y, and Z, because I'm zooted on my Zoloft, because I was drunk. That is a re- that's a rebel. Oh, I did this because I was drunk. I did this because I was high. I did this because I was mad. I did this because of my period. This is a rebel. These women cannot submit. They're in the spirit, or they're not submitting to you, clearly. A submissive woman trusts you, and how? Because you you. Have what she trusts. That means you have to be a man. If you aren't in a position 
to have her trust you, she's not going to trust you. <laughs> and somebody says she's boring too. That's why. I think that's a lady. A submissive woman is boring. <laughs> a submissive woman ain't looking for the party on Friday night. She ain't hitting the club on Saturday night. This woman is boring. But a lot of women who are rebels will look at a boring woman and criticize her. Oh, look at her. Cosplaying. Cosplaying a stay-at-home wife. Oh, she must be bored making muffins. She must be bored listening to him. Um, stability and habit is boring. But these qualities lead to a more consistent life. So people will recognize that, hey, if I do the same thing over time, I'll hit consistency and I'll get what I want. People who need excitement up and down and she wants to be, those women are going to win and lose so much that at the end, they ain't going to see that there's a win. They're going to have a bunch of L's and they're always going to be looking for the next excitement. Boring women keep men. Exciting women go through so much cock that they cannot know. They don't even know where they coming or going. <laughs> you see it? Exciting women and exciting men, they almost inevitably don't know where they started and finished. They don't know where they at at the end of the day. But boring is stable. Boring requires discipline. A rebellious woman is an undisciplined woman. A stable woman, a submissive woman, is disciplined. Now, let's talk about the last part. When you add in attraction, who you're attracted to. Well, I'm attracted to BBLs. I'm attracted to thick women. I'm attracted to flatbacks. I'm attracted to linglings. I'm attracted to this. Do you realize that your attraction oftentimes is your attraction is going to lead you to rebellious women, not submissive women, vice versa for women. Women, what are you attracted to versus what's best for you? Those are going to be two different people. What you like to stimulate you versus what is good for you and to submit to is often not going to be the same person. I need me a big woman with big booty cheeks, and I want me a big woman with long stringy weave and big fingernails painted and tattoos on her back. That woman is not going to be the submissive woman for her, and by nature, because you're attracted to it, more likely you're going to accept her rebellious spirit, more likely you're going to give her passes for bad behavior, and more likely she's never going to submit to you. More than likely. Now, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. But more likely, you say, I like a woman that looks like this. You're going you're gonna to let her break so many of your laws that she will never trust you. She'll never respect you in that light. She might give you some booty here and there. But more likely, she'll rebel against you because you're attracted to her. And you're going to give her all kind of passes. You're going to let her break rules. You're going to give her the, you're going to, oh, okay, I'll deal with it. And she'll never submit. Pookies often understand that the women that are coming towards him, he ain't chasing them. They're finding him at an early age. Boom. 
he might be attracted to a bunch of quality of women, but he ain't chasing them. Not in that manner. Now he's prioritizing them in a way that's probably unhealthy. But when you have the qualities, you're going to find that you could choose. All right, which one of you women are going to? But if you just use who you're attracted to, that's why I say differentiate your attraction and your fetish and who's better for you. Those are three different women. I might want on Flatback Friday a tall Flatback Supreme. But if I got her, am I going to get her to submit? Nope, because I'm a chaser. I'm a pedestalize her. I'm going to tell her she that and you baddie and you this. And she's going to be like, I'm going to do that. This woman is not the woman for me for submission. I'm going to have to chunk down about three, four rungs and take the boring, stable, plain, stock factory issue version of this. Otherwise, I'm going to let her run all over me. We see it all the time. DJ Academics is an example of that. He's letting his girl run all over him. So this is kind of where it ends, stops and ends. Most men aren't the men they need to be to get a submissive woman. Women naturally want to submit, and they will find out how to properly get there. Some women are in the point right now that they're too old, and they've reached out into other things to latch on to and still want to submit, but they know they don't have to submit to anyone, just anyone, so they'll be by themselves. They'll say, I'll just be single and fornicate and do whatever I want, submit to Chad sexually but I can't have Chad, so I'll be by myself. The, uh, the men out here are not becoming men. They're doing too much simping, simping in the point where the woman doesn't respect you. She'll find you useful. She'll settle for you, but she won't respect and submit, and you're constantly arguing. She's in the spirit of rebel- rebellion. Anyway, hit the like button on this stream. We getting ready for... We're getting ready for the weekend. We are. Indeed, it is here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Realize that a woman will stay with you even if she doesn't respect you. Anybody know that? Yes, they will. We, sexless marriages is a prime example. I mean, she'll, she'll be in there. She'll be up in there stanking with her feet stanking. She'll stay with you. She'll be your girlfriend. But she don't respect you. Uh, anyway. Watch out for rebellious women. In the Bible, it, it reminds you in several stories, Jezebel, Delilah, and so forth and so on. You guys are looking for Jezebel and Delilah. You guys are looking for uh, models to be submissive. No, I, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. And there's some average women that have this spirit too, which is one of the problems. Uh, join me here on the Coach Got, uh, CGA Got Game channel at about 1 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time, 4 o'clock Eastern. We're going to have uh, NFL playoff preview, 1 o'clock. All right, join me on the CGA God Game channel, 1 o'clock here, which is going to be in two hours. Let me get to these Super Chats, and if anything that you guys want to contribute to, uh, let me know. Giza or Giza, Giza Almighty, shout out to you. Lurker says, coach should become a preacher. I'm going to church. I'm going to church. Do you know there's still Christian women who are in the spirit of rebellion against their husbands? They're on strike against their husbands because they've lost faith in their husband. They refuse to submit 
to their husbands. And I want to give you an example. I know Christian churches that have either the minister or the first, the first wife counseling married women in church, telling them that they better have sex with their husbands to improve their marriage. Do you guys know that those women are saying, no, we refuse to do so? I'm going to tell you, man. The true way to find out if a woman submissive is, especially to you, but just in general, if she is in rebellion in any way, she has no ability to submit unless you're the guy she's going to submit to. But I don't mind rebellious women. They just need to stay away from me. Also, if you have a woman and she was submissive and or you gave up the leverage and she becomes rebellious, you have to get rid of her. You got to get rid of her, guys. I'm telling you, if you keep this woman around, you're asking for it. And this is why I had to learn the hard way. Because, you know, a rebellious woman will say, well, if you did this, I'll submit. If you did this, you'll make it better. If you did this, and you did it, and you did it, and you did it. Guess what? She's still in rebellion. Get rid of her. You're, you're wasting time. And she's wasting your time. She has nothing better to do. She has nothing better to do. <laughs> right? At all. But to waste your time and frustrate you. Have you ever been in a relationship with a woman and she just frustrating the shit out of you? And it's just feeding her ego and she laughing and sniggling. She wake up in the morning. How am I fuck is day up? Women are like, no, no, no. Let's go back to the orange theory. Let's go back to the orange theory. She woke up today. And said, she woke up today and said, let's fuck with him today. That's what women do, bro. That's their entire life. Surrounded by you. All right, mm, how am I going to piss him off? Mm, what am I going to say to make him think of something? Mm, what am I going to say to get his attention today? What am I going to say? <laughs> right? And you sticking with her and sticking with her. Ninja, man, if you don't dump these women real quick, dump them. Get rid of them. She's in the spirit of rebellion. And, oh, by the way, you owe them no reason. You owe them no reason for dumping them. You don't have to say, well, you're rebelling and you ain't listening. Just dump them. <laughs> okay? I'm, look, people, this includes family members and all of that shit. Just get rid of them. All right, you moving out. <laughs> this is why you don't give up leverage. And when they want to know why they, you don't owe them no answers, it's time for you to go. Get rid of them. I'm telling you, if you did that, men would lead in the filing of divorces overnight. But the reason why is because you're trying to hold on to that little bit of money you're going to get when she fucks you over in court. It don't matter if you divorce her now or later. It's better to take the divorce now than later. I was married like four years way longer than I should have. Truth be told, I was married for eight and a half years. I was married four years too long. I should have dumped her way long time ago, but I didn't. And I was like, oh, let me let my fix. What I eventually did was put myself in a, a worse situation. But men try to hang on so you don't have to pay $400 in child support. And then the longer you stay, now it's a thousand. You're going to pay. You took the damn, you take the damn uh, blood sacrifice. You did the sacrifice. You go pay anyway. Just take the L and move it on. 
Most men could have been dumped their wives four, five, ten years ago. And you didn't. And guess what? You got fucked over in the end because she's, rebe- she's a rebel. She's rebelling against you in your own domicile. In your own domicile. How to be a wife. Upset about women demanding equality. It's not feminine. They, they, they want to be equal with the men. Well, it's not meant to be. They're, they're completely different. Their emotions and the way they're built. I mean, you just, you just can't put them on you put equal terms with a man. So you actually feel that woman is not equal to man? No, no, and I don't think she, she ever will be. Women are going crazy for that, all right? Women are going crazy for that. And by the way, where is she getting that from? If your woman's Christian, this is said here in the Bible. Where does it say it in the Bible? The Bible even says so. So if you have a Christian woman and she disagrees with that, the Bible says so. If you have a feminist Christian woman, you you have a rebellious woman. If she says, well, it's different now, dump her. The Lord says so. If you have a Christian woman and she says, no, we equal. No, we partners. <laughs> it's right there. And not only does the Bible say so, nature says so. The laws of nature tells us that. And oh, by the way, it's funny. When it's time to pay, we're not equal. When it's time to pay, all of a sudden, we're not equal. You're the man. Hmm. So I'm the responsible one. I have authority over you. I own you. That means I pay, I own. <laughs> right, guys, I'm telling you, man, the, the world would be a better place if men actually were men. What men are, are saying that they have a woman, therefore they're better. And I'm going to tell you, that is not true. Some of the most best men in the Bible were men that either had no women, no woman or multiple women. Some of the men that had the worst situation had one woman. <laughs> All right. Anyway, even though the Bible preaches monogamy in the, in the New Testament. And it just says it's better to dwell on the house, on the roof of a house, in the freezing cold or in flames, than in the house of a rebellious woman. It is better to dwell on a roof of a, on a house, tin roof in the sun in Egypt than in the house of a rebellious woman. It says it right there. It says it right there. And that means one woman is better to live on the tin roof house in the summer in Arizona than in the house of a rebellious woman. One woman, one. Now I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it says. A stubborn woman is a rebellious woman. A woman that is chaotic is a rebellious woman. It is better to live on a tin roof house than in there with her. It gave you the, it gave you the instructions. (laughs) But y'all trying to make rebellious women, submissive women. Mm-mm. He said, pull up the scripture. <laughs> yep. 
it is better to live. It is better to live in the corner of a roof. Proverbs 25 and 24. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop on a flat roof exposed to the weather than in the house shared with a quarrelsome, contentious woman. Proverbs 25 and 24. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop on a flat roof exposed to the weather than in a house shared with a quarrelsome, contentious woman. Guys, this also, I want you to notice something. It says woman, right? It says woman, right? It doesn't say wife, does it? It doesn't say wife, does it? This means your mother. This means your daughter. This means your wife. This means your partner. This means your ex-wife. This means your your mother-in-law. This means your maid. Any woman that is with you. It says woman. It doesn't say wife. It says any woman in your house. Any woman. Any woman. It doesn't say wife. Notice it. It says a quarrelsome, contentious, rebellious woman. Your mom, your daughter. Look, it says woman. So don't think this is just your wife. This could be your mother's sister. This could be your wife's sister. This could be anybody. <laughs> it says woman. Anytime a woman's under your, he said, even over my dog, indeed. Even you have a female dog, a female dog, rebellious female dog, get rid of it. Don't ever think we just talking about don't ever just think we talking about wives. Your girlfriend, the girl you hooking up with, a prostitute, any woman. It's better to live on the corner of a rooftop of a housetop than in the house shared with a quarrelsome, contentious, rebellious, feminist woman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me get in here. All right, shout out to Agent Machine says Ephesians 5 shows submission comes first, then love. I think I was looking for that. You're right. He says women try to get love first when men pick women modeled after their mother's instant fail. And I was actually trying to find that where it says submission comes before love. Remember, women are saying, I'll submit, but to the right guy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But yes, I did read that earlier when I was researching. Submission comes before love. It's not a condition. But we make it a condition today. We make it a condition. Okay, I'll submit to you if you do this, this, and that. Guys, that is rebellion. And more power to the ladies here. By the way, ladies, I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to make you submit. I can't make you submit. right? And you're not supposed to submit to every man. So that's an important thing too. A woman is not supposed to submit to just a man. They're supposed to submit to the man. 
All right. Um, but uh, let me see if this woman uh, sums it up here. Women who don't want to submit to a man because they're afraid of being controlled are the women who are controlling their man. And what they're really afraid of is losing that control. That's what submission is. It's surrendering control. Yielding to the leadership of your man does not mean blindly following orders and letting them boss you around. But the reason that women think that's what submission means is because that's how men have treated women in the past. But now women are the ones dominating their men and then complaining that they're not masculine enough. The minutia of it can be as mundane as my partner telling me, hey, babe, can you pick up some eggs on your way from work? Listen to this. Listen to this. This is a great example uh, because I even said you either run your kids or your kids run you. When you're a coach, you either run your players or your players run you. Okay, there's no cooperative balance. That's all garbly goo. That's fantasy. And I used to say, hey, man, you're, you're coming home from work and your wife shit says you, hey, can you pick up milk? If she is a stay-at-home mom, she should have picked up milk on her own time. That's not my duty. That's not my job. Mostly time, it's a shit test. If she does that to you, the more you cooperate, hey, just do it. A lot of guys will say, what's wrong, man? Just, just do it. Guys, you just submitted to her. That's not how it works. The more you do this, the more you're going to fail. Trust me. You think if I do it, then she'll be happy. I won't piss her off if I just do it. The more you do that, the more she's going to do it to you. And then she, the more the respect is going to erode. You're going to lose this over time. It's an absolute fact. But guys will be like, come on, man. Your job is to help her out. No, her job is to help me out. What the fuck are you talking about? Her job is to help me. <laughs> That's, where, did the, where did my job be to help her? In the Bible, it doesn't say that. She's supposed to be help meeting me. What she's doing is establishing control. She's shit testing you. The minute that happens and she gets the control on little shit like that, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm just letting you know over time you're going to lose this battle, but you'll stay in a marriage like this. Keep doing it. And submission would look like yeah, babe, what else would you like? What masculine women do is they challenge the leadership of their partner. Why do I have to do it? Why can't you do it? Or they criticize and challenge every decision they make. Masculine men will not put up with that type of behavior. There you go. Masculine men, Pookie, Ray Ray, or whoever these guys are, Giga Chad, they don't put up with this shit. You put up with it, but you think you're winning. You're, you're going to lose over time. Here. Whether it's healthy masculinity or wounded masculinity, there's too much of the same energy going on. So if you want your man to be masculine, you have to be willing to drop that defensive masculine shield that pushes people away. Women. Yeah, and women do. Put, I mean, you know, we shout out to the masculine women out here. They're like, I refute. OK, you just don't trust men. You're just too old to trust men. You're too old to be helpful. You're too rebellious. Hey, more power to you, baby. I'm not saying you shouldn't exist. I'm saying you shouldn't get anything out here. Not from me. You get nothing from me. All right. I don't care what you say. All right. You get nothing from me. All right. Continuing on here. John Doe says, I've always said that sex is a form of submission. He says the same woman that thinks it's misogynist to ask for a sandwich has no problem dropping neck and swallowing kids. You will find that the ultimate test of submission is the bedroom. What's happening in that bedroom? That's going to tell you if she's submitting to you. If you got a big ask and she's saying, well, not today and my God, bubble guts. 
All right. And she's like, why are you always touching on me? Guys, this is rebellion. This is an act of rebellion in a closed leg. If she says you got to earn it and you didn't do this and you weren't a good boy and come get your treat. Okay. I'll give you a cookie tomorrow. Guys, this is not, this is not submission. In that bedroom, there should be a natural submission. If she got to tell you to hit it over here a little bit, if she got to tell you to hurry up and finish up, you will find these women. You grab, you go up, you take her ponytail, pull it back like that. If she don't complain, if you were to smack that ass, if you push her face down, there ain't no conversation. And she does it naturally. She drops that neck. Can you, t- can you kiss on my head? If you got to ask and negotiate, it ain't happening. She's not submitting. If she says you got to do chores and you got to do chores if you help clean up the socks, this is not submission. If you cleaned up and helped around the house, this is not submission. She's in rebellion. She's negotiating with you. You better get rid of this woman and pronto. She done with you. <laughs> yeah, you got to ask her, oh, you please drop your neck only on your birthday. Oh, my God, guys, you guys are, you're putting it up with way too much. Shout out to our brother, Brown Through My Nose, says, cuff your sack, you miss ass ninjas, indeed. Indeed. Shout out to, uh, is it, I can't believe, I can't say that. A word says, if she go, not as thou wouldest ever cut her off from thy flesh and give her a bill of divorce and let her go. I wish I would have had that in uh, so Ecclesiastes 25 and 26. If she goes not as thou wouldest have her, cut her off from thy flesh and give her a bill of divorce and let her go. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, sex coupons. Most men need to break up with most women. I mean, you guys are in bad shape out here. But I'm telling you, MC Hampshire says, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. That's Proverbs 31 and 10. Even the Bible says all men pay, acknowledge him and the coach. Acknowledge me. Um, Submission women, submiss, uh, to get women to submit in essence, yes, there needs to be. And guys that don't want to pay, well, I don't want to pay. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. Um, Really, in my opinion, in this male female dynamic imbalance. I believe men are the authorities. We're the leader, naturally. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the ball bounces, baby. In that, if I take that leadership, I'm the protector. I'm the provider. And she submits. (laughs) That's the natural. So ninjas don't want to pay for it now and going 50-50? Guess who you are? You're the woman. You have now assumed the female, like, again, you know why women get mad when ninjas go 50-50? Because she sees you as a woman. So, guys that don't want to pay, I get it. I get it. I don't, I don't pay for every woman, right? There has to be a reason. Within reason, I don't think they just, could just access you like that. So, if she's going to finesse you, yeah. But the reason why women see 50-50 ninjas as, uh, as, as weak is because you represent women. Even if you're a partner and she says, oh, my partner, 
You're you're her bitch. That's who you are. Like she sees you as she doesn't submit to you. She's negotiating with you the entire time. And she's going to get over on it to you because you're going to pay more. Okay. Uh, but she sees you as the woman. There's no way that woman can be leaking Punani fluid. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. She's going to dry up. So there is, a, there is this issue with today's modern men that don't want to be men and buck up, right? You guys don't want to do it. Oh, well, I don't. And they make it just as much. Okay. But leverage requires me to be able to say, hey, I'm going to take on being a man. I'm a man out here. And you're going to be a woman. You're going to be the woman here. We ain't going to share shit out here. All right? We ain't doing it. But anyway. <laughs> He says that also counts as infidelity and whatnot. Yeah, there's levels to that shit, but nah, man. Uh, that's why the, the, the financial part, the leverage part, that, that's financial. Finances are leverage. And I'm going to tell you, even women know it because if you have too much financial power over her, she's going to buck. She's going to be like, a, a rebellious woman's going to buck. She's going to say, you're financially abusing me. So finances has real power. Uh, anyway, but there's a guys out here, segment out, uh, of men out here that I can't get with, and they're even in this space. Well, she deserves nothing, and, and she should pay 50-50, and, and my girl pays me, and I live off my girl. I really can't co-sign that. I really can't co-sign that because you're giving up too much leverage. You're giving up too much control over her. Eventually, she's going to see you as desperate. She's going to see you as a woman. Uh, shout out to, uh, let me see here. The contractor says, I'm doing everything I can to keep my kids off these streets, but I'm mentally prepared to detach if they become skeezers. You're talking about your daughter. Uh, yeah, that can't, you know, women will test that. They want to naturally rebel against daddy. We got a couple more and we're going to get up out of here. Shout out to Crystal Emilio says, losing semen constantly equals control by women. Control by women. Yep. Uh, Nest Egg Vault LLC, shout out to you. And shout out to Fixes Binds LLC. Scope says, paying respects to the GOAT. Thank you, coach. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. Uh, no government name says, just paying tithes to you. Shout out to you. No government name. Edith's boy is in here. Thank you. And if you're not there yet, guys, you got to get there. I know you don't want to wait. I know you're horny. But if you're horny and you cannot discipline yourself sexually, who has control over you? She has control over you. You know what I mean? Have you noticed that most submissive wives are average-looking women? Have you noticed the story? If we do have time, there's a story of a woman that allegedly there's an urban myth of a woman that wrote in and said that I see wealthy men with non-attractive or plain women. Why is that the case? If we have time, I'll read the story. Tom Likas wrote the story. I read the story. I believe Kevin Samuels might have even read this story. But maybe we'll do this after the Super Chats. Jay Cool says, I especially love submissive women. Meow in the bedroom. It'll allow things to flow better and both to enjoy each other better. Yes, if a woman, if, if, guys, have you ever been with a woman and she, I'm going to take control. And she start doing shit to you and she start moving weird. It throws you off, <laughs> right? You trying to get your stroke and she trying to 
You're like, what is this? It actually allow it actually prevents you from doing what you need to do to her. But a woman that be like, meow, pull that hair back, slap that ass. Let me go. Let me put that. She actually gets a better experience. No government name says men back in the day sacrificed their lives to become the men that they needed to be. And this is a fact. I think that men should go through a life or death experience or at least do that. It's best to live as a man who stands on his 10 toes firm instead of living life as a lesser man. It's vital that young men should work with their bodies. And I agree. I agree. I know that a lot of guys aren't going to say that. Well, we shouldn't have to. No, man, I really, no. (laughs) Now, there's a levels to this shit, but yes, the less you're willing to put out, yeah. (laughs) Right. Jada says, people, especially women, think the act of cheating is having sex with someone else all in itself. No, it makes someone believe. It's making someone believe that they're, that they're, I think you meant they, that they aren't only or any other sexual options for them, but the one that they have. Okay, but still choosing to go behind their back and have sex with someone else. Indeed. All right. I know there's something there. But again, cheating is not a disqualifier for a a dominant male. Winnie Wall, did I get you? Happy birthday to you, Winnie Wall. I think I got everybody there. Let me check over here. But a dominant male, cheating is never really. Have you ever seen a woman? uh Uh-huh. He's with this whore, all right? And she sticks around. Xavier says, ninjas need to watch a documentary on the history on the vibrator. Women used to line up around the entire block at the doctor's office to get their hysteria resolved. Yeah, we don't have the proper perspective of information either. All right, let me see if I can pull up the story. All right, let me see if I can pull up the story here. Why men have unattractive wives. This is an urban legend. I don't know um, if this is true. Let me see here. Hmm. Am I going to find it? Let me see. Let me see. CEO responds. But this is actually, uh, let's see right here. Hmm. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. Somebody, if, if somebody has the link, let me know. Or, or if not, I'll have to paraphrase it. I'll have to paraphrase it. Oh, here we go. Tech ugly. Okay, right here. Oh, that's not it. Okay, I won't be able to find it. But apparently, allegedly, there was a magazine that published an article, I'm paraphrasing now, of a woman who was an attractive young woman. She said, I'm an attractive young woman, I'm a model, I'm beautiful, and I'm so-and-so. If anybody could tell me where this story is, was published, I'll be able to find it better. Tom Likas did a breakdown of this article and so forth. But I'll paraphrase it. Attractive woman. She says she sees successful men with wives that are like, and there was even a woman that recently came up with a video that said the same thing. She was like, I see all of these men with wives that are like, mm. and this woman said, I'm all tatted up. And maybe it's because I look like a rebellious woman. Why men don't want me. Okay. So, The article starts off with this woman saying, hey, I want to be a trophy wife. I want to be a successful woman. I I, I mean, I want to be with a successful man. And I'm pretty. And all of these wives are ugly and plain. And all of these wives don't look like like sexual victims. 
Okay, I mean vixens. So here's what happened. The woman got a response from the CEO. And the CEO said, yes, I have a plain wife. Why? Why do I have a plain wife? Because, and he named all of these things that all of these hot, sexy women were the opposite. All right, it was the opposite of that because she's the, it's the J.P. Morgan Chase article. Yes, let me see if I can find it because it actually explains it better. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO. CEO wife. Let me see if I can pull it up because it's a great story. I don't know if it's an actual story. <sighs> okay, other stuff is coming up. Oh, boy. That wasn't enough. All right. And so essentially he's saying beauty's not enough. And he says to be loyal and submissive is often going to be necessary in the absence of beauty. Your beauty, think your beautiful thinks you trump that you can get, trumps everything. You can get away with all this bullshit. But actually it's the wife that doesn't use her beauty that submits actually gets, we're more attractive. We're more attracted to that. Anybody know where it is? God dang it. I can't find it. It's Jamie Dimon. No, it's not that guy. All right. It's not that guy. It's another article. It's an article somebody responded to. We won't be able to, we won't be able to find it. Hmm. People are leaving here. Responds to attractive wife, attractive woman. I don't even know how to put it up. Yeah, so er Oh, here it is. I got it. It's on LinkedIn. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, so here we go. Are we ready? Sorry, right here. All right, I got it. I got it. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. All right, a reply from a CEO of JP Morgan. Now, we don't know if this is true to a pretty girl seeking a rich husband. All right, it says right here. A young pretty lady posted this on a popular forum forum title. Why should what should I do to marry a rich guy? It says, I'm gonna be honest. Of what I say, I'm going to say here. He says right here, I'm 25 this year. I'm very pretty. I have style and good taste. I wish to marry a guy with $500,000 annual salary or above. You might say that I'm greedy, but an annual salary of $1 million is considered only as middle class in New York. My requirement is not high. Is there anyone in this forum who has an income of $500,000 annual salary? Are you all married? I want to ask. What should I do to marry a rich person like you? Among those I've dated, the richest makes 250K annual income. And it seems that this is my upper limit. If someone is going to move into high cost residential areas on the West New York City Garden, 250K annual income is not enough. I'm here humbly to ask a few questions. Number one, where do you where do most rich bachelors hang out? <laughs> Please list the names and addresses of bars, restaurants, and gyms. All right. Number two, which age group should I target? Number three, remember, this is a 25-year-old woman. All right. She just doesn't understand. Number three, why most wives of the richest are only average looking? I've met a few girls who don't have looks and are not interesting. We talked about this earlier. Boring. 
but they are able to marry rich guys. Number four, how do you decide who can become your wife and who can only be your girlfriend, a.k.a. escort sugar, baby? My target now is, is to get married. My target now is to get married. Sign Miss Pretty. Now, this is the response from a guy who was allegedly CEO of J.P. Morgan. I believe this is not accurate, but this is somebody that responded. Dear Miss Pretty, I have read your post with great interest. Yes, there's a lot of girls out there who have similar questions like yours. Please allow me to analyze your situation as a professional investor. My annual income is more than 500K a year, which meets your requirement. So I hope everyone believes that I'm not wasting time here. From the standpoint of a businessman, it is a bad decision to marry you. The answer is very simple. So let me explain. Put the details aside. What you're trying to do in ex is an exchange of beauty and money. Person A provides beauty and person B pays for it. Fair and square. That is called escorting. That is called sugar baby. However, there's a deadly problem here. Your beauty will fade, but my money will not be gone without any good reason. The fact is my income might increase from year to year, but you can't be prettier year after year. Hence, from a viewpoint of economics, I am an appreciating asset and you are a depreciating asset. It's not just normal depreciation, but exponential depreciation. If that is your only asset, your value will be much worse 10 years later. By the terms we use in Wall, Wall Street, every trading, every trading has a position. Dating with you is also a trading position, a.k.a. the junior college. So dating with you is trading beauty and money. But marrying you is opposite. If the trade value dropped when we sell it, it is not a good idea to keep it for long term. Same goes with the marriage that you wanted. It might be cruel to say, but in order to make a wiser de decision, any asset with great depreciation value will be sold or leased. Anyone with over 500K annual income is not a fool. We would only date you, but we will never marry you. Says right here, and this is why the junior college is real. He said, your JUCO material, I'll pay for you per, per usage. I don't have a problem with paying per usage, but marrying you, absolutely not. I would advise you, I, uh, I would advise that you forget looking for any clues to marry a rich guy. And by the way, you can make yourself to become a rich person with $500,000 a year annual income. This has a better chance than finding a rich fool. Hope this reply helps. Signed, J.P. Morgan, CEO. Note that it may not have been pinned by the CEO himself, but it makes for a good read. Okay? Your catch and release. Your use, your, your trading beauty for money is only as good as the beauty that exists right in front of me right now. I'll pay you. I'll do what? I'll pay you per day. But I ain't going to pay you over long. You're a depreciating asset. You see that? And so a lot of women are out here. I deserve a guy that makes 250, 500,000. They're just throwing out arbitrary numbers. Why? Yeah, you, I'll date you for sure. I'll take you out. I'll show you a good time. I'll do all of that stuff. I'll get you to throw them legs up, curl them toes, and then catch and release. But in terms of marriage, you'll find that 
a successful men, they'll have trophy wives. There's exceptions to this. They'll have trophy wives or women that are manufactured to be trophy wives. But these wives got to be in submission. And some rebel and they get divorced, yes. But these wives are often not going to be what you think. Like, they, they're just not taking beautiful women. Now, these men will have wives that are average looking, but their girlfriends and their sugar babies will be hot as hell. That's not from the current J.P. Morgan CEO. That's why we think they just said they were the CEO of J.P. Morgan. All right, but their girlfriends and their sugar babies, yes, sugar babies deal with married guys that have, that have wives that are average. And these men are in their late 40s, 50s, and 60s. And these attractive women serve as just commodities that they pay for by the hour or by the moment. And that's where they serve. All right, so anyway. <laughs> that's where it is. Recreational material only. I'll come over here, and they don't mind the cost. How much, baby? $2,500? Okay, here you go. $2,500. Have fun. Have fun. Eat your heart out. And these women that think they winning. Oh, I'm getting these guys and I'm tricking them. That's why guys think it's tricking. But I believe it's the woman getting tricked. She's the depreciating asset. She's the one that thinks she has a long time to do this. She doesn't. She can only do this for a period of time. But that guy will continue to make money over time. And that money that he's giving her is not that much. Now, if he falls in love with that woman, that's tricking. All right, that's tricky. So anyway, I thought that was good. Jay Flo says, Mama sent me some money, Coach, and I'm paying it forward. Best edutainment on earth. Hashtag Coach Gang Yang. Shout out to you. Uh, let me see here. Let me make sure we clear the deck and get everybody. We're going to be on the sports channel in about an hour and some minutes. Join us over there. CGA got game. And uh, let's see what we got here. A couple more. A couple more as we go. Jay Cool was the last one over there. Thank you very much. Let's see where it is. Oh, we got one more. Shout out to uh, Shauna says, like the song goes, if you, want, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. So from my personal point of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. Much respect to you, coach. And yes, that is a fact. That is a factoid. I like that. Thank you, Shauna. Some of you guys are trying to make your wives the prettiest thing in the world. Mm, nah, man. Uh, mm, you're going to find that. Some of these women are delusional over time. Uh, over time, is going to be a mess within reason. Okay, let me see if I got one more. One more just came in as I was talking. Shout out to you. Thank you, Shauna, for that one right there. There's a song that says that. Okay. Okay, got it. Shout out to y'all, man. Thank you for the support. Enjoy the weekend. What's hey. up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, Exercise. Nigga? Set your goals. Get your bail money. Wear your condoms. Protect yourselves at all times. Stay focused 100% of the time. Hit the like button on the replay, and we'll be back next week. Shout out to all my other channels. Go watch them. Peace.